You got a number. All right, guys, welcome to episode number 400 of the Cleveland Moto Podcast. Woo! Oh, man, that is effervescent, delightful, spiritist, provided by Dan Kromke. Thank you, Dan. Oh, man. Yeah, that is. Uh, yeah, that's Dan. How do how do you pick which beers you're going to bring to the podcast? Um, I just bring the ones I like to drink. And then we drink some of them. Yeah. Okay. All right. Which is nice. I, I don't buy beer. I don't like to drink. No, but you buy really good <laughs> beer. So. But Dan, that makes incredibly good sense. I'm going to have to try that. <laughs> That's a great idea. Dan's As opposed a, to Natter Days. Yeah. <laughs> Dan's well, he, a John likes that, though. It is like lemonade. I remember it as just being lemonade. Strawberry. Strawberry lemonade. Yeah. yeah. You know, uh, so I've got a Market Garden Oktoberfest, which is still fucking amazing. Like, if you want to drink a beer that tastes like you're drinking a beer somewhere better than you are, this is the one. <laughs> Ambrosia. Yeah, this has got this has got a real this has got a real taste of, uh, you know, Cleveland. No, I was going to say Sachsenheim and Munich. Is it Germans? Is it Germans? Not the welfare hall. No, a much better hall than the welfare hall. But yeah, this is really good, and it does bring back memories. It's so good. Yeah. What are you drinking, Dan? I have the Market Garden Stout. The Beastie. The Beastie. It's it's a good one. And so we... we ich auch. You, you too, right? Yeah. Uh-huh. And then to Dan's left. I'm uh, me, Steve, sleeping. And, and Sleepy brought his daughter. I have a mini, mini kid over there. Who's, who's so far has been 100% high score for yeah. being child of the podcast. Yeah. Yeah. Well, her mom is gone. She's in uh, She's not gone. No, no. She's... Visiting. visiting her, her fun. She's traveling. <laughs> She's got her, headphones her, on. We can still I mean, say I mean, whatever we want. Right. Exactly. I mean, I, mean right. I haven't seen her in days, and I don't know where she is. And that fresh cement in the basement <laughs> yeah. is still yeah. curing. It means nothing, I promise. Here, be put your initials in. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. And to his left. Oh, Johnny Mac. Has <laughs> <laughs> a stage left, stage right problem. Yeah. And then to his left. Steve Hofford? Yeah. And I, I was the only reason I don't have a beer right now is because we were drinking all day for our work party. Oh. And yet I have and a I had, beer right now. Yeah, because do oh, you uh we came in and didn't invite you didn't us. get me a drink. Oh wait a second. I have an issue here. Your work Christmas party. We went to um uh Fatheads. Okay, all right. And I I was drinking uh Freddy. I like that one. So the North Olmstead location? The, no, the other one. The beer hall. Oh, okay. Because the, the North Homestead wasn't open until three, so we had to go to the other one. Oh, I love that. The, the, the Fatheads Brewery wasn't open until three. It was 9.30. They had a drink. It's Wednesday, <laughs> you know, so we, 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 were we were waiting in line to get in at noon. <laughs> uh, no, there were like 50 people waiting in line to get in at noon. It really? truly is the holiday spirit. Oh, yeah. yeah it was yeah. great. Make and, no mistake, my friends. It's it, a Wednesday. Might it's a Wednesday. Well drink. <laughs> Hump week, hump day. Uh, I, I did want to announce for our, our podcast listeners, because in case you did not know, the AIM Motorcycle Expo, 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 the AIM Motorcycle Expo, which is pretty much open to everybody. It used to not be. All I wonder right. if they're going to send me to that for work. Oh, they, they may. Yeah. Okay. So now here's the trick. I don't think they I don't think there is a method by which you can buy a ticket for this event. I think you pretty much just have to lightly suggest that you are in some way related to the industry, meaning you've seen a helmet once. Okay. 
Um, anybody who wants to go, the dates of the event are February 15th through 17th. It is at the Las Vegas Convention Center, which has the Hilton uh, Resort thing, whatever they call it, Resort World, pretty much hooked to it. So they gave up on Columbus, huh? Yeah, well, I think so. Hmm. I, I have a feeling. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it was nice now. I liked it, though. I loved doing it in Columbus. Yeah. I, and I also loved doing it in Columbus kind of, whether you chose to do it in Columbus in that september kind of thing, which is fucking great yeah. because... You're not crowded for other events. Plus, we had a cool Airbnb. Our Airbnb <laughs> that was a funeral home. Yes, it was. That legit, straight up, was a funeral home. And I think there was a body somewhere still in it. Perhaps. Yeah, yeah. Again, I'm no, I'm not fearful of the mortuary sciences. Nope. Not at all. That was a really good Airbnb. It was cool. Did you drive the hearse down there? We should have, uh -huh. because it had yep. the hearse rotunda. It had the place <laughs> to drive through, where yep. you guys all brought your motorcycles down. Yep. On the list of strange but perfect airbnbs oh yeah because there was a mid-century modern bar upstairs uh -huh. said somebody thrown together a cool little mid-century modern bar and a little rooftop terrace yeah so we could just hang with, out with no railings at all no railings <laughs> at all you know what a, about an 11 foot drop and a sudden stop yeah and that would be just enough to be like oh, oh i should go to bed right but then I think, yeah. again our group was probably the first in 10 years that hasn't fallen off because it's right. probably been frat boys that you know we, yeah, right. <laughs> I got to say, of all the Airbnbs I've ever stayed in that were yeah. strange, odd, quirky, whatever, that's an epic Airbnb. Oh, and then when we turned into a jam session yeah. after the show. Yes. And everybody was hanging out. The yeah. dudes from Colorado were there and yeah. everywhere else. More guitars than anybody needed. Yeah, but uh, what was cool about it is the, the, the setting really kind of vibed it out. Like, it it was, did. It was fun, man. It was really fun. And wasn't, wasn't there like a, a bill counter? There was an octagonal... <laughs> A poker yeah, table. Poker table. And right. there was a bill counter yeah. and a chip machine, a chip dispenser. And then me and Dan decided to leave at like 2 a.m. or something and drive all the way home. I was on my BV500 because yeah. I just had my hip done. Your hip surgery. And yeah. you, what did you ride? You ride your America. That I was on the America. Yeah, I was on the yeah, Triumph. Yeah. Yeah. That was one of the most terrifying freeway rides yeah, it was I've sucked. ever done. It's just, I mean, just it was, it's pitch dark. Oh, yeah. black yeah, and yeah, night. There's yeah. nobody Shit, else yeah. on the road. There no. could be a deer standing right in front of you. Even You'd know. never see it. And, and, I mean, it was September, and I think during the day it was 70. Yeah. But when we were riding it home, it was chilly. like 40. Yeah, <laughs> it, it was, was not warm, man. I did love that spot, though. Yeah. That was super cool. And about, you know, AIM Expo, just kind of for people that have never been, it is a trade show. So it is it is that kind of a thing. There's a lot going on for a three-day event. If you want to go and see seminars about the state of the motorcycle industry, there's <laughs> more than you can shake a fucking stick at. Right. If you want to go there and pretend to be a dealer and have, you know, babe you know booth babes <laughs> like come on over here mister and let me show you this new blue job yeah you know this uh the latest knob polish hey yeah. phil phil i think this chick really likes yeah me. yeah steve i can tell she does <laughs> and, and she'll start really liking you when she gets that order for two gross of whatever she's selling and whatever gremlin right. bells they have in the right. in the thing so it is it is pretty cool um I did look. Their hotel discount page is pretty much useless, uh, even though the event's in February. But there's still plenty of housing available for about 120 bucks a night. Yeah, so 120 to 180 bucks a night. As long as you don't want to stay the weekend. You can. I mean, go crazy. I mean, yeah. the, the room price at least doubles. Yes, that is absolutely true. Yeah. So if you if you do, and you could also be the sneaky guy who does like. I'm going to do three nights at the Sahara because the Sahara is pretty low rent, mm -hmm. even though it's been kind of reconditioned. 
But you could be like, I'm going to do the three working nights, like the Wednesday, Thursday, Friday at the Sahara. And then I'm going to bop over to, you know, Schlecky's House of yeah. Pain at $63 a, a you know, yeah. a, a night. Uh, but just be aware, you know, Las Vegas does have what they resort fees. So watch those. Be careful. I, it was I stayed in a hotel uh, Monday night for work. Mm hmm. And they didn't change the freaking sheets in the bed. And there were like food crumbs and nastiness yeah. in the. Oh, wow. That's a call. It's great. So now your whole house has bed bugs. Congratulations. Well, I didn't. <laughs> no, the thing is, I didn't, I didn't take any luggage. I didn't take anything. I, right. I basically, I was going to go home and get something, but it was only one night. So I just drove down there from work. Right. And I just went to the what I had to do and came home. And it was just disgusting because I'm looking at it. When I and there's food, like like somebody ate in the bed. Was it a, down at what, the desk and be like, dude, they didn't clean my room. Was it a day's in? Was it a day's room. in or no? No, it was uh, Embassy Suites. Right. Wow. I need a maid up here. Stat. I was um. Yeah. yeah right. I was in Pittsburgh a couple years ago working, uh-huh. and uh, we were supposed to be done at seven thirty. So <laughs> work didn't get us a hotel, but we didn't and finish shooting till like eleven forty five that night. Okay. And so they were like, "Well, do you have a credit card or something? Just get a room, and then we'll reimburse you." Oh. And so I didn't. I only had my debit card, and I had like 150 bucks in my account. So I didn't have like a huge margin of error, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I found this Days Inn for like 92 bucks, about 20 minutes outside the city. And we rented the room, and like already I was kind of, it was weird because the lobby was not like a commercial lobby. It was like a thousand plants, and this old dude in a caged in cage with like a thing with a key, like actual keys on it. Oh, plant. really? Days Inn can still be shady. Yeah. So yeah. like I, I go up oh, yeah. in the back, and we go to where the room is because this other kid was with me that was working with me. And there's like people shooting up in the hallway on the way to the room. Yeah. And then I get in the room and I'm not, I'm not even exaggerating. Usually I exaggerate. This is a hundred percent exactly as I saw it. You walk in and there's about a half inch of water um, on the carpeting where the bathroom is. So it's like, there's like a, a three foot circle of like a one inch water just soaked. Everything's soaked. Mm-hmm. The chair has a blood stain right where somebody's crotch would be on the chair. Oh. And then the bed we on the comforter, there's five un, 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 I couldn't figure out what they were stains. Yeah. But yeah. at the same time, we were tired what, as fuck. What did it taste like? Yeah. <laughs> but it's like, well, what do you, you do? you do the old scratch and sniff? No. What I did was I went and I got a plastic bag from the car because we had plastic bags. Yeah. And I just slept in my jacket and clothes on a plastic bag on top of that fucking yeah, bed. That's so disgusting. Skeeve. But it's weird. Like, you, you think you could rely on a chain. But Skeeve cinch. You know, yeah, there's right. that thing, though, but John's absolutely right. I can tell you that Days in Comfort in Red Roof in it not, doesn't necessarily mean it's not going to be like... Right, they're well, independently we, owned and operated. We made it as far as putting the sign up. For right. It, and that's it. And I mean, I, the Days in on Lakewood is notorious. I mean, they've right. done all types of activities down yes. there. Yes, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Right, that's absolutely true. So this one I did look in, at the Sahara for a King Room... Dan is exactly right. $74 a night plus, uh, you know, uh, resort fees. Uh, and then uh, magically it turns into $149 per night. But your average, you know, aggregate cost for the room is about $125 a night. Can you get it for a week? Does that give you a better deal? I, don't, I didn't try, but you know what? There are things happening. They say that this event runs from February 11th to February 20th. So they're, <laughs> they, you know, they're giving you an eight-day window. Um but I can assure you, I don't think the hall is going to be hopping for that whole thing. So anyway, if you're interested, uh, I know that some of the misfits are going. I know I'm going uh, because are you going? Do you know? I'm probably going to go uh, through the Wednesday. Uh, I'll go the Wednesday through Sunday. Are you so flying? Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, oh. unless I could find something I have to take that way or bring back the other way. But yeah. I'd have to take the northern route and go to get some runses. <laughs> that's weighing. That's going way the fuck out of your way. But it's worth it. Yeah. <laughs> There's enough things that I can keep myself busy in Las Vegas doing. Um, even if I only walked through the show for <laughs> 10 minutes. I did want to take a look and see when the SHOT Show was, though. Because the SHOT Show in Las Vegas was running at the same time uh, last year. Right. So, yeah, we could see when that is. Uh, we'll see what the dates like are. Right? Shot like it has in drinks. Uh, yeah. Unfortunately, it's January 17th through January 20th. Uh, it's a gun show. Shot show. Oh, gun show. I thought you meant like. <laughs> yeah. we, uh, we actually have a shit show every day. <laughs> yes. The shot show stands for the shooting, hunting, outdoor and trade show, oh. which fuck that. That's a good show. Sure. Yeah, that's fun. I, I mean, you're going to get all the stuff. You're going to get ATVs yep. that have guns mounted to them. Sure. You're going to have campers that have guns mounted to them. Toilet. You're going to have bass boats that have guns mounted to them. <laughs> right. Bicycles. With guns mounted to them. Guns. Cell phone holders with guns mounted to them. Guns with yeah. guns. Yeah. There's a basic theme. Guns with backup show. guns attached. Right. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> it's, a, it's one of the only places you're going to be like, everybody in here is wearing uh, plate carriers. Yeah. No plates, just yeah. plate carriers. Well, yeah. and, and who knows? I mean, depending <laughs> so on what you the... You have your rifle. Right, right. And then you have your pistol here. So when your rifle, <laughs> you're out of ammo, you grab your pistol, throw the rifle down. Uh, you know... And I can see it. It's the shot show. You, it is... It is it is truly gun Camaro to the highest order. There is no, there is no place in the world to be. I'm just sad that it's not the same weekend. So yeah. So, but yeah, so. I did that purposely, a bunch of motorcycle guys and power sports guys getting arguments with gun guys. It seems to me to be the most yeah, logical right. crossover ever. And I'm kind of sad we weren't there last time when they did it yeah. because, you know, but it was still super duper COVID then. So yeah. no, there was a backfire and there was a huge massacre. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> oh, you know what? Uh, <laughs> As just kind of, everybody's just shooting in every direction, everyone's dead. <laughs> I got a feeling that some of these massive, super massive, extreme, crazy, out of control gun shows that I've been to in my life, <laughs> and some of the super crazy, out of control, extreme motorcycle shows I've been to in my yeah. life, I can tell you for sure there has been more shootings at the motorcycle shows. Oh, yeah. Indie back in the day. Yeah. <laughs> After hours. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, yeah, yeah. It was just like at the Indy, at the GP, going out to the campsite, at the Moto GP at Indy. And you're like, well, where's the campsite? Just listen for the gunfire and walk towards the gunfire. <laughs> I'm going to walk towards the gunfire. Yeah, that's the campsite. That's where we're camping. Well, where is it? Indianapolis. Yeah. What part of Indianapolis? The not good part. Yeah. Right. The, the part where they literally just tore down houses to build overflow camping for Indy races. Yeah. Crazy, man. S speaking of tore down houses. Yeah. You know when you go up um, around the airport, whatever that that girdle road is yeah. that goes around? Yeah. What's that neighborhood off Grayton where there's all these roads, but like it looks like every house is yeah. torn down? So that was a period of time, 25 or 30 years ago, when they had said, we're going to expand the airport. And so they made everybody that lived there an offer oh, on their yeah. home. So they said, You're, you live in a shitbox. And it's worth $29,000. We're going to offer you $79,000 for it. And a couple of people said, well, if they'll offer me 79, they'll offer me 109. And what happened is, though, they ran out of um, money for the expansion. And so the people that didn't take the 79, though, they didn't get the 29 either. 
and they didn't get the 109 and they didn't get any goddamn thing. And now they're so, stuck. So there's literally streets that used to have 78 or 88 houses on them. And now they have Ein House or two houses. And they're all just shitbox houses with awesome, 26 dead cars parked around them and stuff. <laughs> My, a buddy of mine lived over in that neighborhood. And when he got the first offer, I told him, I was like, Dennis, I know the way the city of Cleveland works. And this airport expansion project is a city of Cleveland project. So if they offered you $79,000 for your house, you should take that money and fucking run and maybe ask them for an extra 10 grand to help you move or at least to bring a dumpster by so you can get rid of 27 yeah, dead I mean, motorcycles. I think frames. when you deal with people like that, or right. not people, but organizations, yeah. Yeah. if you come back with a realistic thing, yeah. like, yeah. hey, I, I appreciate that. Right. And I was probably going to sell it for that much, but if you can help me move, yeah. that's the kind of thing where their lawyers go, yeah, yeah. And that's legendary. That. So whether you're traveling on 237 Rocky River Drive going towards the airport that way, or you're around the backside, right? There's that, there's always like what used to be a street, and if you flew over top of it, you'd see it was a street. Mm -hmm. Concrete roads are all still there with maybe one house, maybe two houses. And those people, their house is worth nothing. It's, it's worth nothing. So the city of Cleveland owns all that land, pretty much owns all that They land. own every house that doesn't have a house. They own every inch of that property that doesn't physically have a house setting on it. Because I was thinking... When the person goes to sell their house, the first person to buy it will be the city of Cleveland. Of course. Eventually, eventually they'll... They could eminent domain it today if they wanted to, yeah. but they don't want to. See, I, don't, I was thinking that would be kind of a cool campground. Yeah. But yeah. that would be kind of a cool place to camp. Oh, hell yes. Yeah, if Absolutely. You're into like, if you're into like Wasteland Weekends or, uh, or uh, what do you call it? Like, uh, you know, Mad Max and yeah. shit. Because it, looks like, like, it, it looks like after the apocalypse. It does look like yeah. after the apocalypse. Yeah, but what I'm saying is you could yeah. set a tent up there. Yeah. You could make it into a park, <laughs> set a tent. couple tents up there, and just like tent camp up there. I wouldn't be tent camping. I always think it's hilarious the number of guys who are freight haulers that will park their 18 wheelers right there on 237 mm. because it's right close to 237. So when the place they're delivering to opens up at 0600 oh, right, or 0700, right, right. they can just zip right in there. So you'll see so many 18 wheelers sitting over on a cul-de-sac that used to have houses around it. <laughs> and now it's just like three 18 wheelers, yeah. you know, on this, on a street. It's so hilarious, but you see them over there and you know, they're in, you know, watching TV or doing whatever they're doing. Piper's boyfriend's mom's house. They are over there by Fairview. Yeah. They're trying to buy off a whole street. Yes, they are. Yep. She's one of, I think, one or two people mm -hmm. who left. Yeah, and, yeah. You know, but she's, her argument is this. Find me another house in right. Cleveland. That's, I need to live in Cleveland. That's the trick. Yeah, yeah you can pay off my mortgage and you yeah. can pay off this house, but yep. what can I buy? I'm not saying you can't you, have it. If you're willing to pay right. off this house, yep. yeah. you can have it, but you have to buy me an identical house somewhere else. She'll do well with that attack as opposed to the whole, I'm just waiting until the number gets higher. Ooh. Oh, yeah. Why well, wouldn't she just be all over it? <laughs> it's Cleveland. Y'all could buy some big house in well, Cleveland where is for $300,000. Fairview Park. Right, over, right down the street. Yeah, yeah. Fairview Park, our neighbors. Oh, yeah. what are they going to put there? Uh, probably just a parking lot. I think probably a parking lot. Yeah. Oh, yeah. that's weird. Yeah, it's just funny. It's funny that way. Uh, but but you, you need land. You need yeah. a piece of property next right. to your hospital. What yes, you, you do. Yeah. So anyway, it's super. I mean, that that part's hilarious. Uh, so AIM Expo, please, if you want to go. I mean, you don't have to check in with me. I don't give a fuck. I'm going. So if you guys want to be there, be there. There you go. But do like it is a fun event. If you haven't mm -hmm. been to Vegas in a little while, Vegas is always fun. And uh, but just the Let's idea of the weather in February. I mean, honestly, it's it'll a be 102 good, degrees in February. Yeah, it, it might be. 
Right. Worst case scenario, you might have to be like 75 degrees. Might be. Might be. Yeah. The one time we were there, it was so fucking hot in February. It was ridiculous. Yeah. Couldn't walk around the pool. Burn your feet walking around the pool. Uh, yeah. Super, super wacky. But anyway, uh, AIM Expo. That's where you want to go for that. Yay. Um, Are you buying a truck? Yeah. We'll talk about that for a second. <laughs> so here's an interesting thing. You know, uh, it is December the 14th right now. And I got a funny, weird phone call from my new accountant. You know, we, we've had at our shop, we've had three or four really fucking terrible accountants that were all recommended to me. <laughs> Thank you, Chris Smith. Right. Okay. Uh, anyway, so we've had these these. I ac- thought uh, Renee and Merritt were doing. Yeah. 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 The stuff they did. They, yeah, anyway. But <laughs> so our accountant guy who is Porco's accountant. That's now that's what you that's when you're leaning into life. When you say, I don't want Chris Smith's accountant. Right. I want Porco's accountant. That's that's thinking. That's the power of positive thinking. Right. (laughs) Right. Because I know Porco needs to figure out ways to make dollars disappear. Yeah. Right. Right. You've 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 drank there. Yeah. Right. Okay. Yeah. So we understand. Uh, So I got the phone call today. He goes. Did you buy a truck this year? And I went, oh, I buy all kinds of trucks. And he goes, okay, so you bought a truck this year. And I said, yeah, I, I think like maybe 11, maybe 12 trucks this year. And he's like, what? And I said, I said, yeah, little Japanese trucks. We bring them. He goes, no, 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 no. That's inventory. That's, uh, uh. I mean, like a truck, like a, like an expense type truck, yeah, like a depreciating asset. And because it has a GVWR of over 6,000 pounds, can be amortized in just one year. Ah. Pay attention, guys. That's kind of important for all you. I got my own business at home kind of thing. Yeah. And I do. <laughs> okay. So if you buy a truck that's over 6,000 pounds GVWR. Okay. Okay. And we're going to get into why that number is real important in a second. Um, you can totally depreciate the entire vehicle in one year. Wow. Yeah. And right? you can do that every year? Well. I mean, if you need to. What if you drive two hundred? Red flag's a red flag, motherfucker. So yeah, yeah exactly. If you drive two hundred thousand dollars a year, absolutely, right? Yeah, right. Yeah. I mean, depends on how big your balls are, and your accountant swings that kind of tackle, then rock on, baby. You can always just you know put a drill on the. I may or may not decide to do that. We'll see what happens. Sure, sure. I don't know, but anyway. So, uh, what's really funny though is about this law that got passed several years ago, saying that if you did, you know, to stimulate people buying, you know, trucks. Yeah. Uh, we'll give you, we'll let you, instead of amortizing it over five or 10 years, you can amortize it all in just one year. That's a pretty great expense. Yeah. And uh, the funny thing with the cost of trucks, they're not five bucks. No, 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 no. (laughs) And what's really funny though is um, Cadillac Escalade Mm -hmm. qualifies. Wow. Did not see that coming. No. Uh, Lincoln qualifies. Big Lincoln SUV. Yeah, navigator. You know what? Navigator. I hate to say it. My buddy used to tow a huge trailer when I was in the RC stuff. And yeah. he, he he pulled it with a Cadillac, and it was like no problem at all. They're, they got motors, man. I was looking yeah. at those Lincoln LTs for a while. They made, you know, it was like a yeah. Ford F-150 Lincoln version. Right. Yeah. Oh, they're sweet. They're sweet. And it turns out that even Land Rover got in on the game. 
because uh, Land Rover Range Rover does, in fact, they oh. they they lean their finger on the scale a little bit. So it's <laughs> six thousand and ten pounds. Nice, nice. They didn't go so with the they, magnesium wheels. They slapped the steelies on it. <laughs> so uh, yeah, so Range Rover. If they put a thousand pound weight in it. <laughs> Wait, so an F one fifty has a GVRW of over six thousand pounds. So glad you asked. Six thousand one hundred pounds. Yeah. Uh huh. Mm hmm. And so manufacturers are not stupid. What do you see right there, my friends? Land Rover tax savings for your business. You can sneak that Lux, 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 Bucks Deluxe vehicle in to your vehicle and call it your newest work truck. Nice. You can you can get that amortized. Is it a credit or is it a? Um, it's not. What it is is your expensive. Thank oh, you. Okay. That's exactly what it is. Yep. Tax depreciation comparisons. So that idea is that, you know, you can... $93,000 for a Range Rover? So your depreciation, if you were to buy a luxury car, of course, would only be 20% if you bought if you bought a Range Rover that didn't weigh 6,000 pounds. Right, right. So if you bought the Range Rover that weighs 5,999 pounds, 20%. you only get 20% depreciation. But if you buy the one that weighs 6,000 pounds, you can get... $93,000 of depreciation wow. in your very first year of your taxes. Now, that's kind of a big deal, but it's not a big deal if you don't really want to own a fucking Range Rover, right? right? So for us, that has some ish different implications. So, uh, <laughs> so it does turn out, though, that yes, the Ford, the lightest Ford F-150 you can buy, two-wheel drive, V6, weighs... Well, it has a GVWR of 6,100 pounds. So that, that surprises me. It does, doesn't it? Yeah. Especially because <clears throat> so many body panels are aluminum. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Like I said, there's got to be a weight in there somewhere. No, it's not. Uh, here, here's the thing, guys. Remember, GV, GVWR is not what this can weighs. It's what this can can carry. Oh, okay. Okay? Well, GV, that makes sense. GVWR, you know, that Vespa only weighs 240 pounds. But if you look at its GVWR, it's 740 pounds. Supposedly, my brother-in-law's Silverado yeah. is 12,000 pounds. I'm like, wow. Yeah. It's like on it, in it, over it, the whole deal. And yeah, my E350 does have a very stout GVWR. The F-150 um, in question, uh, the F-150 after, and this is what's hilarious, when you give me such a project... <laughs> right yeah you know yeah you'll find every nook and cranny. i did yeah. i have been to the bottom right. my friends <laughs> i can tell you i have answered all the questions but after doing exhaustive research i ran into a problem of sure that's the one you want mm -hmm. but they don't exist oh because we're having a problem in this country building trucks and they only build the really high-end ones because the profit margins higher are is better on the higher and trucks and yes to all of that You're absolutely well here's a here's an interesting or little, a king ranch here's a little nugget that i picked up because of the type of work i do an eight foot bed is very important a five and a half foot or six foot bed six and a half foot bed really isn't going to cut it for the kind of things that i do around here i tried with my tundra my my tundra had the double cab and had the little you know six foot bed on her 
really didn't work for what I do. And five's useless. It's totally Absolutely useless. useless. Completely useless. Okay. So we know that an eight foot factor is a limiting factor. This is important because if you own motorcycles, you may want to pay attention to this, especially if you own motorcycles and also run a small business because being able to use a 30 or 40 or 50 or $60,000 one-time line item deduction is a baller thing to do. Instead of owing Uncle Sam 12 or 18 or $19,000, you might be able to keep that money. That's pretty cool. And if you got to spend thirty dollars or $40,000 to do that, well, you know, then you just got a $20,000 deduction on the price of your truck. Because the, at the end of the day, that money's still in your pocket, not in Uncle Sam's. So, you know, talk to your accountant. But here's what I found out. Chevy still makes an eight-foot bed. Dodge still makes an eight-foot bed. Ford still makes an eight-foot bed. Nissan? No. Toyota? Unfortunately, no. But if you want an eight-foot bed, you're going to be talking about Dodges. You're going to be talking about Fords. You're going to be talking about Chevys. Now, only... Chevy? What about Chevy? Chevy. Chevy. Consider that a Chevy? It's for this for the sake of this argument and what we're talking about. Yes, because that's the work versions of most of their trucks, right? It is. Okay. Right. It is. So that's where we are. Okay. If you want an eight foot bed, those are the camps you're in. Here's the problem: if you want to be able to put anything behind the seat, like a motorcycle helmet, the Chevy and the Dodge aren't going to do it. The Ford's got that little bump out, like. The Ford has the super cab. So the Ford has a real super cab. You know, your other choice would be like an Isuzu cab over. Yes, 6,000 pounds. Yep, absolutely. Isuzu NPR. Yeah. Right. But they don't ride so nice. No, I mean, I'm just I, saying, yeah. I mean, your other that would be your other option. I mean, if you... Well, yeah, yeah. But don't try to push a, a motorcycle up into the back of one of those. No, no, they're way too high. Right. You it's need an elevator. Giraffe pussy, as yeah. they say. John would be known to say, um, but for an actual honest to God truck, this one here that I pulled up on the screen, F-150 is an eight foot bed with an honest super cab. You could put two amputees in the back seat of. Are you right? going to get it white? Don't What's say that? amputee. Are going to get it white? <laughs> Your options are white. White. Or you have to call white. It, you have to call it Betty White again. Well, we do have, we have a history of calling things Betty White. Uh, that, no, that was my I'm, sorry, Cam. Sorry, Cam. Well, you know what? Hey, that's fine. That's well, there, there. There can be more than one Betty White. But anyway, I thought this was hilarious. So it's it's forty eight thousand dollars. Wow. Okay. Seriously, it has <laughs> forty eight. It, it's it's the V eight. Oh yeah, well that's a, so you can get it with a two point seven liter uh, EcoBoost. You can get it with a three point three. You know the old SX motor, basically, right? Uh, a V six three point three liter. Or you can get it with a V8, wow. right? And uh, again, the difference between getting it with all of the bad things, all the cheap things, is $38,000. With a two-door, no extended cab, two-wheel drive, V6, 3.3 liter motor, or for exactly $10,000 more, you get four-wheel drive, you get the super cab, you get all of the things for ten grand more. And that's really what it comes down to, depending well, on how long use you're going. Wheel drive, right? I mean, like well, I mean, Buffalo and shit like that. Yes. Yeah. And I'm I'm not the guy who's always like I got to have four wheel drive in a truck. I, no, he's always been the guy who's like I can get by with two wheel drive. Yeah. Right. You watch what I can do. With exactly. Truck. Right. John knows I have never been, ever been like yeah get 
I'm buying that. Make sure it has four wheel drive on no, it. No, but I mean, if it had, you're not going to be mad about it. Exactly. Right. 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 So it could open up a new world. It's not going to keep me from fluid filming it or putting nice tires under it. No, I, I will. Say. Tires are the biggest I will thing. Put, I will put winter tires under it in the winter time, and I will fluid film it. So and it then will plus get the that. six inch lift, and you know. But availability, he my knows, oh he no, wants no lift. No, I'm going to the first stop. I'm going to make is the guys on uh, guys out in Euclid that like you could drive past their place when you're on your way to mentor and you look to the right and every vehicle they have there is like slammed slammed every vehicle in front of it it's like well what's that oh it's a milk truck from 1949 slammed there's no vehicle there that isn't hugging the deck and i'm like i'm just gonna jeep wrangler slammed (laughs) (laughs) as soon as i get this thing i'm gonna basically drive up there and be like okay guys yeah. What's your best? Right. <laughs> but still make it ride nice. How low can the back of this thing go? Right. I need a button that's, that's docking. It's probably springs. Just take springs and put half size springs in it. Well, have you ever thought Airbag. about bag it? Yeah, bag it. Because then you can be. Dude, I want to have this thing be like a motherfucking Citroën DS21. Yeah. <laughs> when, I stop, when I stop driving. <sighs> yeah. Right, all the gumption goes. Yes, exactly. Replace that brake pedal with a nub. (laughs) (laughs) That was a boob. And I I definitely nipple hockey puck for a brake pedal. I I, yeah, and when you turn the key on, it goes. (sighs) Yeah, but then you can also control each wheel. So if you want to, if you have to change one, you just and it just pulls it up. Anyway, but but this is the thing. I just wanted to bring it up because when you operate in the world, go to load and it just kind of it goes. It drops a corner. (laughs) <laughs> yeah you have just have a switch involved that as soon as the tailgate goes down the truck sags yeah but i am going to build another erector set loading ramp like i've got on robert um but you know driving robert around five speed you know first gear it's like fifth in every gear. other car it's literally <laughs> yeah somebody took the first gear out of a 15 speed truck transmission or some nonsense that has no business in I've been driving a clutch my entire goddamn life. I have never stalled a vehicle as much as I have stalled that red truck backing into somebody's driveway with a trailer on or something like that. That gear ratio on <laughs> the, the first gear, gear ratio, reverse gear ratio in that F-150 is tragic. It's ridiculous. Yeah. And it has no torquey torque motor behind it to m- make up for such oversight. I think it's geared for that that 300 inline six I they used right. to have. I think you're absolutely that, right. That was a torque monster. Yeah. yeah. Or 4.6, like the one yeah. I have has a 4.6. Exactly. Right. I noticed it, the yeah. first gear is like, sometimes when you go back and up, you're like, Rrr. oh my like, God. Yeah. But my the Chevy, that, my, my, I have a C30 yeah. Yeah. dump truck. Yeah. And that one you put in first gear and you could get out of the car and walk next to exactly. it and walk yeah. faster than the car. Exactly. Because it's such a creeper it's gear. It's such a super creeper. And this is the opposite. Renee like super gen. <laughs> What's funny is, you know, I, you guys see the way I park. You guys see the way that I park um, all the trucks in front of the doors here at mm-hmm. night to keep the bad guys from getting in. And so we always have the, the trucks parked sideways in front of the doors. And so when I'm not here for whatever reason, Renee has to be the one that jockeys the trucks around. Now, jockeying around that Ford F-150 with an eight-foot bed and a five-speed manual, then you've ridden it. So you know you have to be a master of the clutch. And it, But it gets a phenomenal gas mileage. Except, well, yeah, but imagine now trying to jockey that truck around without accidentally punching through my glass doors. Well, yeah, you have to just feather that you thing. You've got to be the it's... world's clutch master. Are we going to take a second so we can get Chris zeroed in? One hour later. 
You know what? Okay. After doing the 500th episode with Liza and watching like one guy on the panel, one guy on the panel thought he's going to be the really fun guy. He's going to be like, you know, yell into the microphone, make something loud. The amount of work that it generated for the, the sound control staff, for that guy to have what was the least funny joke in the history of jokes. The people that were sitting at the podcast just watched and be like, you're on your own, pal. Right? You know, you remember that one half a person that giggled at that? That was your payoff. Yeah. But now you got to face all those people. Right. Right. And they're just, they're just like, oh. Oh, yeah. Liza does oh, not, not think that's cool. I remember yeah. when she. And tried John, to, too, because John's the one running the boards. So yeah. he gets blamed for everything. Sure. Yeah. I just remember at Mid Ohio yeah. when we were done doing the thing and John was doing a burnout with the SSR. Yes. Yeah. She was like, here's her mom. She was like, stop that right now. They're doing their thing over there and you're going to... Oh, believe me. What? I can't hear you, Liza. (laughs) Okay, great. I'm going to make you listen to the podcast with headphones on. uh, That's the punishment. But but the fact... So Renee... Thankfully, I've never done that. (laughs) (laughs) Some of our... Some of our podcast listeners... Know that. Thousands of them have these things that they put in their ears when they go out for a walk. And they listen to us when they're going for a walk. And then something like that happens. Yeah, that makes sense. And, and, and... They can't get John out of their hole. <laughs> that, that pleases, well, that and pleases then they me. they have tinnitus. That pleases me. <laughs> so, so Renee makes this declarative statement the other day about how she can't drive stick. She... And Merrick goes, what do you mean you can't drive stick? You are backing an F-150 with the world's weirdest, dumbest transmission and and a heavy, heavy clutch, a two-footer clutch. And it's weird, too. It's like a stepped clutch. It's a a horrible clutch. It is garbage clutch. And and Merrick was like, that uh, that red F-150 out there is a really hard vehicle to get going and get backing without stalling it. And you're negotiating it around this parking lot and not blasting out Phil's glass doors with the bumpers, which I have done. (laughs) (laughs) I know how hard it is. First, like a week after we moved in here. Oops. Turns out the glass does not have any bend. The the glass, she bends a tiny bit. There's no plastic deformation in glass. And and then she (laughs) explodes. So uh, little glass pieces everywhere. So Merritt schooling Renee and Merritt was like, you do know how to drive stick. No, I don't. What is that you're doing? Yeah. Like you're doing the hardest part of driving stick. Anybody can shift into second. Right. Anybody can shift into fifth. The only people that are like, you know, better than that are the Lombard, Lombard stick people, you know, like the, Oh, or the people who drive forklifts. Wait. Right. <laughs> forklift certified. Yeah. Forklift certified. <laughs> so anyway, that's the thing. So yeah, we, we, we have we have now learned about trucks or our non-synchro transmission when you double clutch. Yeah, that's um, my truck used to have synchros when it was new. Doesn't have them anymore. So my my old Chevy didn't have a synchro in first gear. It had synchros in second and yeah. third. Yeah, and you either had a double clutch to get down into first, right. or you had to stop and put it in first. Yeah. It's not. I, I don't understand. Like people are like, oh man, it was so tough. I had to double clutch it. I'm like, you push the clutch in twice. What's so that's, hard about that? That's just called I fucked up. <laughs> it's just called I missed it the first time. To anybody who ever drove shitty cars like we have around here, that's just normal. Yeah. 
Yeah, double clutching is just how you, you bring it to a stop. If you can't find them, grind, grind them. them. Yeah, there's and then, and then drive an old German car with bad bushings in the manual transmission and tell me that that's not a bitch. Because you can't find it. The, the, you could spin the gear shift around <laughs> like, like like you're making a cake. For yeah. the rest of your life. You just have life. to pretend. Yeah. 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 For and the then, rest of your and life. And if you get it into the wrong gear... It's in that gear until like eternity, <laughs> forever. Yeah, that's that is it. Uh, so I did want to bring that up just so you guys, if you were thinking, if you were looking, the truck market. Oh, and by the way, I did get a twenty-two. Oh, wow! I did get a twenty-two. Nice. I did not t- somehow. I don't know how this works because it's really a twenty. <laughs> also true. <laughs> it's probably really a twenty. But here's the funny thing: is the twenty-two which arrived today. Oh. The 22 that arrived today is $8,500 cheaper than the 23 that arrives in two weeks for the exact same truck. Okay, I'm good with that. That's cool. The exact same 2020. (laughs) Now, give me that dated inventory. I dare you. So, like, you know, I always, if I I haven't really bought a new car in a long time, but like when I did... Um, you know, I always bought the stripped down version, which right. came with an AM radio and things like that. So, like, what does a work vehicle come with? Is the interior pretty nice and stuff? Yeah, the interior is really nice. Wow. I mean, well, this is an XL because just this is the way this one came. Right. You know, again, remember, my research project involved calling everybody within 600 miles <laughs> and saying, eight foot box. Do you have? Taxman says must buy. Mm-hmm. Call back at this number. Click. Oh, you're going to be called for weeks. I, uh, yeah. Steve. Yeah. No alarm clock needed. No. Never for the rest of my life. Seven fifty eight. Yeah. Nine. And the phone starts yeah. ringing. Yeah. And but it is very funny that if you are looking at like, mm-hmm. they do still. I didn't know this, but yes, you can in fact still buy trucks that have cranky up windows. Oh. That's kind of a deal breaker, but I like that. Again, I go through fast food, so I don't like that. Right? You can't get one with a manual, huh? Is this guy local here? This one's at at Liberty in Brunswick. Yeah, Liberty in Brunswick. Are you gonna are you gonna gonna parade it back and forth from your Ford dealer that's literally fourteen feet away from you and be like, vermilion, vermilion? You mean the one that's across the street? That's what I'm saying. Yeah, you got to parade it around. You mean you mean the one that basically told me? Well, you know, they don't they don't exist. We can't get them there. There aren't any within 1200 miles and if we did sell you one there'd be a $10,000 upcharge. So then you got to put a sign saying, "Got this down the street." I might just take it in for a recall or two just to piss them off. <laughs> so <laughs> so I, well, I put yeah. cruise control in the one I bought. Yeah. And yeah. I took it to a certain dealership in Vermilion. Mm-hmm. And yeah. the master mechanic came out and said, I told him exactly what to do. I said, go in there. Yeah. It's on like the third page in. Yeah. Just check the box and I'll mm-hmm. pay you a hundred bucks or yeah. whatever it is. Yeah. And you did the same thing to your truck. Yeah. Yeah. So Same the guy thing. said, I'm a master, I'm a Ford master mechanic and it does not work. You have to add all this stuff to the truck. And no, I'm like, you need no, to you don't need to do button. it. You need to click one checkbox. One checkbox. So I took it to this guy over here. Mm-hmm. What is that? Ganley? Ganley. Yeah. And the guy's like, no problem. Yeah. Pulls it in, pulls it out. Right. See ya. Yeah. It was, it was disturbing how short it how little time it Wait, took. What, what feature did you get from that? Cruise control. So, so they oh. don't have cruise control on that yeah. thing, but everything's there. You buy two buttons for like 70 yeah. bucks. You go on eBay mm-hmm. and you buy a two button kit Yeah. for 30, 30 you plug or 70 them in. bucks. Yeah. yeah. And you have cruise control. You have cruise control. Nice. 
And that's, we were talking about that earlier about how, you know, the vehicles come with a wiring harness in them and the wiring harness is the wiring harness that does all the things. Well, the so, Tacoma we have at work has the cruise control uh, stem. Yeah. But no cruise control. Oh, really? <laughs> no, we put there. it in, though, because we put it in, and then there's something missing in there, like uh, uh, the oh. switch. There's like a, a switch, a uh, uh, abatement switch or something on the brake. You know, how it, the brake can move like one, like blonde hair. Right. And it shuts the cruise control off. Well, that switch is missing in, in the, the bracket for that switch is missing. Because it was a base truck. Right. And that switch is missing in there. If that switch was put in, it wouldn't have an issue. Uh, Here's the fun one, guys. I did not know. This truck, because it's uh, America, and because we are in the year 2022, um, this vehicle is a V8 5.0 liter. And, of course, from the factory, it comes with auto start-stop technology. You got the Coyote. I have a Coyote. Now, here's the fun. Guys, check this out. Auto start-stop removal. $50. (laughs) So they literally are charging customers $50 to remove the part of the vehicle that saves you some miles per gallon. The auto start stop, which I thought was hilarious. And I, you know, I kind of briefly said to the guy, I'm like, so can we leave the auto start, start, stop, start business in there? Because I'm okay with that. What does that do? When you put your foot on the brake for over a certain given period of time. It shuts the motor off. Oh. So if you're still in drive and you, uh, yeah, you're still in drive and you pull up to the right, you've got it on your car, right? No, I'm, that's the only Subaru that doesn't have it now. Get out of here, really. But you know what? You can defeat it. Yeah. Yeah, There's a, there's a. By not pressing the brake too hard. Come to a full stop, modulate the brake. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And pull it out and the car will stay running. All the Subarus I've driven. Okay. Um, as long as you don't press the brake pedal down too far, right. it'll keep running. And the idea is that when you're sitting at a light for a minute and a half, or two minutes or three minutes. Getting zero miles to the gallon. Getting zero miles to the gallon, it shuts the car off. Yeah, so and your then, oil pressure drops to zero, right. and so then, then 99% of your wear happens when it starts back up. So then when you... <laughs> well, Mrs. Smith's uh, Prius does that. Right, right. And so when you let your foot off the brake, the motor starts up again. Right. And you drive away. I love you it know, when I go and get, it, get in a car that I was registering like 25 miles average mm-hmm. gallon. Right. And it's 15. Yeah. Because my wife pulls in the driveway and sits there on her phone. I know. Yeah. Letting it idle. Yeah. Watching the yeah. gas. Yeah. Mile. I'm like, yeah. dick. So you were looking at all the <laughs> indi- like all the individual charges and stuff? Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty on, funny. On one of the groups I'm on on Facebook, this guy posted one from 1955 for uh-huh. a... Uh, um, a power wagon. Oh. Or maybe it was a 50s. I don't know, but it was a power wagon, a Dodge Power. Maybe Big Dodge truck, 60s yeah. or whatever. Yeah. But it's funny because you always see these advertisements like twenty three ninety five for the truck, right? Yeah. But then the dude showed, he, he found it in his dad's thing. It was a bill of sale for the truck. Yeah. So the truck was twenty nine thirty five or whatever. Right. Then it was like tires, $12 each, four. And then it was like glass windows, $23. Oh, my God. Five. Like every fucking two windshield wiper or cranks, cranks, two ninety five down to like it was like that's uh, where the term nickel and diming to death came from. It it was to the point of like glove box door, yeah, a dollar. Yeah, but you could. But the nice part of that is that you could order exactly what you wanted without tires. Yeah, well, you you know, we all. I mean, there were like options for your tires. I mean, there were options (laughs) for. I mean, some of that stuff they just got you on. The last car. That I think the last car that I purchased in my life that had that sort of obscene, weird thing 
I bought a 1990 Volkswagen, not a GTI. I specifically wanted a Volkswagen GT and find one, right? All of you VW what? guys who are super cool car what, guys. What, with a carb? You wanted a Solex two-barrel? No, it was... It, <laughs> oh, so what you get when you got the Volkswagen GT was you got everything about a GTI, including this, the shifter, the, the manual yeah. transmission, you got everything. But what you didn't get was all the fancy bodywork shit. That would be way better. Anyway. Okay. You got it stereo prep, which means you got eight Blaupunk speakers, wiring, and plugs. No stereo. You got the basic of all basic of the interiors. You got the car that was the only way you could get this car was to specifically tell your dealer, I don't want the GTI. Well, it, the reason for that was multiple. One, there was a huge insurance discount by not getting a GTI. So by not getting a GTI, you weren't getting a performance hot hatch and everything else. So the insurance was a hell of a lot cheaper. And I didn't like, I didn't want the stealability factor of having a bright red Volkswagen GTI that everyone knows from 3,000 feet away is a GTI. I wanted steel wheels. I wanted skinny steel cheap wheels. I wanted no graphics kit. I wanted... You know, none of that stuff that came as standard equipment on GTI. And it also saved me about $8,000 on the price of the car. Yeah. And that's a lot of fucking money. And the dealer, uh, Fred Wolf, thought I was going to need to have my head examined. And he's like, what are you doing? And I'm like, it's. That's one in route six, right? Yeah. You can do it. You just need to work at it. You just need to click all the boxes and order this car exactly like I want it. And he's like, you don't want, you know, all the, he just listed item after item after item. You don't want a rear back deck cargo cover. Nope. You don't want floor mats. Nope. <laughs> you don't want power. Nope. Like everything was nope. Yeah. And it was literally, he's like, we have never in our lives as a company ever ordered a Volkswagen GT, not a GTI. I was like, yeah, I know. Got well, it. The last guy that ordered a car like this was a, was Frank Hofford back in 1971 when he ordered his square back. It was such no, a... No, it's 412. They, they hated me from day one. They hated me from that moment because I had a special order car. There's, I looked on their lot and there's like 16 GTIs out there and every fruit flavor. I'm like, no. That's the car you're supposed to order and then turn it into a rally car. That was the, the yeah. my idea behind owning that particular car was if I decided I wanted to do something fun with it, it was already had a ton of money knocked it's off the sleeper. price. It's a sleeper to begin with. Yeah. So being that the car was a sleeper out of the crate, nobody knew what it was. It was completely one of a kind. And it had zero appeal because it didn't have the, G the GTI headlights. It didn't have the GTI grill. It just looked like a Mark III Golf. Super fun to drive. I mean, yeah. uh, and it might have been a GT because yeah. Suzanne, who was just visiting us, found Peggy's friends, and we were in college. Circa 1991, 92, <laughs> she had her car that she was driving was a ra was an ex rally car that her uncle had owned. Yeah, had yeah. a roll bar in it and stuff like that. Oh, but it, oh shit! But it just looked like a white Volkswagen Golf. You know, right. like it didn't wasn't a GTI. No, but it was white. But it was hot. It was like right. had a pipe on it. Had this. Had that. And she, you know, it was just like yeah. And it didn't have enough headlights, so no. it had the right number of doors, and it had two less headlights than it was supposed to. So, but yeah. the headlights were cool. 
The four yeah. headlights were cool. The headlights, the four headlights are super cool. Don't get me wrong. And they went to yeah. square. Yeah. But um, yeah, my, the round ones were the. I had a buddy Wes who uh, was a huge uh, VW guy, and he was he was so into the sleeper thing, kind of like you. Yeah. Um, where he did all this, he had a turbo on the motor, he had a three-inch exhaust pipe, all this, but it completely looked stock. Right. And even the like that three-inch exhaust, it had it turned down. There was no tip or anything. Nothing. It just turned down in the back. But that thing would eat cars, like, and nobody even thought to even like be worried about it. No, you know? no, I, I wouldn't even give that car a second look. Right. Yeah, I had a Scirocco. Yeah, no, Scirocco that was great. Scirocco, but did you have a Scirocco GTI or did you have a, a no? I just Scirocco. had a regular Scirocco, and, yeah. and, and somebody yeah. hit the do- the driver's door. Yeah. So the skin was peeled back. Yeah. So when you drove in the winter, your snow would pile up on your leg. <laughs> no. <Yeah>. Oh, that's <laughs> awful. <laughs> you know yeah. they were supposed to be bringing the Scirocco back out, right? Or did they? They I did. Really? They did at some point because the guy had a new version of it. Yeah. Okay. And I don't know if it's out again. Yeah. But, mm, okay. Yeah. But that was in the like, Back the to 2000s. the Cleveland Moto car cast. Uh, <laughs> the car that I always wanted because I, was, I, I had been politely asked to leave Germany in 1990, courtesy of Uncle Sam. Uh, they had better things for me to do that involved sand. Uh, and, but I loved Germany and I didn't want to go away. But Is that four wheel drive? Yes, they had just launched in 1990 the Volkswagen Golf Country Synchro, yeah. four wheel. Oh, how drive. cool is that? Pretty fucking cool. Yeah, they never made it to the states. No, they didn't yeah. make it to the states. They did not make it to the states. But the Volkswagen Golf Country was, in my young opinion, the coolest. Hot hatch. Can you imagine that with some sweet rims and stuff? That thing is sick. That, that Civic four wheel drive was pretty. Was pretty cool that wagon, the wagon van. Yeah, dude, I had a wagon van. I liked the, I liked mine too. I had my wagon van. Yeah, I had a wagon van. Rotted out so badly. Yeah, six speed was super low. Super low. (laughs) Super low. Yeah, the dumbest thing ever on a two wheel drive. Like mine was a two. Mine Mine was was four wheel drive. drive. Right. Yeah. Well, yours was real time all wheel drive. Yeah. Yeah. Three three turning, one burning. Yeah. 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 And then it didn't even. It said SL. For uh, the gear shift, yeah. yeah, super, super low. low. Yeah, <laughs> yep, yeah. It's, so you didn't need a transfer case. No, you didn't need a transfer case. Not at all. So it was uh, super, super fun. One of our podcast topics we wanted to talk about tonight, which I thought was brilliant, was what is your winter project that you should be working on already? I am. You are? Yeah. God damn it. God, you actually, things actually happen in your garage. Yeah, they do. <laughs> Pisses me off. because well, your daughter's you. so quiet. I don't care, just chilling. She's happy as shit right now, because yeah. now she's on my phone, which means she's on extended screen time. Ooh. That's because she's drinking a Sierra Torpedo. <laughs> <laughs> well, she had four beers. I had to cut her yeah. off. <laughs> to back her right down. So, okay, so what projects? Dan first, he's over here. Are you supposed to be working on Dan? God, I got nothing. I I haven't finished the maintenance on my America from last winter. Holy <laughs> shit! <laughs> I haven't even been out in my garage to be honest. Are you on a I'm deferred? Are you dumb. on a deferred maintenance program on your Triumph America? I just I got halfway through and I stopped and I haven't touched it. Oh my! So I uh, wonder what happened to that bike because yeah, I'll he used to ride it all did the time quit, and then it was just work, gone. Just quit riding it. Just it just stopped riding it, and it's sitting crazy. Ne- sitting next to the other Triumph, I don't ride. Yeah, right. <laughs> the one that's worth like thirty grand now. But you know, it's funny. It's, it's I can't believe it's taken him two years just to change the air in the tires. <laughs> 
The uh, well, so, it's still coming out. Right. right, right. <laughs> <laughs> so you're on a deferred maintenance program on the Triumph America. Yeah. Okay. All right. I get that. Fair enough. Yeah, I, I can see that happening. Mm. Sleepy, what you working on? So the RV90 that I got at Mid Ohio. Right. I have completely disassembled down to the frame and forks and wheels and motor. Okay. I mean, all the um, thing. I'm going to rip the wiring harness off this weekend. Can confirm. Um, okay. Can and, confirm. And what I'm doing is I bought a Lifeland 140cc four-stroke. That's Leafon to Leaf people. Leafon, okay, yeah. Lifeland, yeah. Leafon, yeah. whatever. Also can confirm. And that's getting smacked in there, and it's going to require uh, some engine mount uh, remounting. So about this particular Leafon you said 140? 140. 140 that's going Four into it. Four speed with a clutch, so it's not like, you know. Oh, so it is going to have a clutch. Yes, okay. really machine. All right. Well, or just be drivable. Yeah, right. Right, yeah. yeah. Because that's one of the things that when I had that RV90 that I got uh, in mid-Ohio, I picked up that crazy sweet RV, and man, it was just... You talk about gutless on top of gutless, and it just it had the right gears for like if you lived on a for re- mid Ohio. Yeah, I was gonna say if you had lived in a really shitty piece of property or you never left mid Ohio, if you just if your life was all about I'm just never ever leaving the swap meet, right. and if your life was I'm never leaving the swap meet, it probably would have been a fine bike. Right. But the second you were like, you know, what I'd like to do, I'd like to go to the store. Unless the store was at the end of your driveway, probably one of the worst bikes I've ever owned. Well, that had a problem with the two-speed, the dual-range, right? Well, mine didn't have a problem with it. My problem with the dual-range transmission is somebody prior to me had uh, a little tab, a little plastic tab on it was was broken. And uh, the reason it was broken is because they couldn't believe it was in high range either. (laughs) And so they were like, well, that's clearly wrong. Yeah. We push it harder and they broke it. So I took the actual cover off to make sure that it was in high range. Right. And for fun, I put it in low range, put the cover back on and rode it around my neighborhood. Well, I didn't get to my neighborhood because I was in fourth gear before I left my driveway. But it is perfect for the swap shop at Mid-Ohio. If you, you never, ever low. want to touch the throttle. Right. If you just want to leave it in idle and just grab things, get off of it. Go grab things right. and then walk back up to it and sit on it again, and it'll it'll have cleared one space. Yep, because Johnny Johnny Chrome's yeah. had the he had the t- dual range. His is his was mine. Oh, it was your okay. Yeah. So yeah, that green had, bike was mine. Yeah. So when it was down at Mid Ohio, yeah. that's that's why I bought this one is because I right. fell in love with that one, yeah. not because of the performance or anything. No, because of what it looks like. No, just the seat. Ah, yeah, the seat that is That seat at the SWAT, like you can actually go at the, like you can spend hours on that fucking seat. Well, and it is, it's it's. You know what it is? It's 30% bike, 70% seat. Yeah. Right. It's the best. Yeah. It's just a seat transportation system. Yeah. There's a van van on, um, on Marketplace now for 2900 bucks. Really? Holy yeah. fuck. Yeah. That's... Like that gray color, like that brownish color, like that one that's... Poop colored van van? Yeah. yeah. Well, that's what, so so I'm, I'm doing the four stroke in it. I'm going to do it nice, but then yeah, I'm fuel actually... squirters. I'm actually yeah. going to take it apart all the way is down and check... replace the bearings, do all that, and paint everything. So it's going to be... Nice. 70s spectacular metal It'll flake. It'll be a $5,000 restoration of an $800 bike. All original. With, with no title. 
<laughs> oh my. Really? I'm a genius. I'll give you 500 when it's done. <laughs> my God, I man. Like, I like building bikes that I know I can't sell to anybody else because I'd just be throwing I money think away. you'll be able to get a title for that, though. Probably. Yeah, maybe. that's that's the kind of thing that, you know. Speaking of titles, I see oh. that there's a mouse, <laughs> mouse title remastered. <laughs> Older down. Here. We have gotten to the point where okay. we have accepted the fact that mm. we cannot get a title for that using traditional human means. Yeah. We're going to have to beg, borrow, and steal. That's the one right, right there. Is that 2700 bucks? Which one? That right oh, yeah, to the left. Talk to me, Goose. I see 3700 oh, oh, I'm sorry. It, it must have been 3700 yeah, that's, that's when I was thinking of. 2.8. Sorry. 2.8 uh, kilometers, 2.8 thousand miles. Yeah, I still like yeah. that bike, too. Like Which one? The Van Van? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, again, it's the same kind of thing as a TW200, 200 sure. cc's. Yep. You know, you're not going to ride it on the freeway. No. Despite the 200 number, do not get excited. Mm -hmm. That 200 number does not give you permission to go on the freeway. That 200 number gives you permission to get up the hills on your way to the store that is not on the freeway. Right. I right. take the passport on the freeway. Again... <laughs> a totally different gearing experience, right? I mean, the passport, what we all can agree about with a 90cc, you know, uh, 110cc or 90cc. That, That's my 70. Yours is a 70, yeah. yeah. We, what we, what we know is... Taking it on the highway. It's okay to admit that he's wrong in he, taking it on the I've highway. I've taken it on 50, the highway. Just say, you 50. shouldn't be taking shouldn't it be on, on the, the highway. highway. 50. Well, and here's I no, shouldn't be on the highway. 50. 35. That bike goes 35. No, but how 50. About, how about in, his, in his wet dream, 50. 50. Well, how about up to 50 this summer You're there, bitch. You're fucking full of shit. No. 50. Indicated. But indicated 50. I'll give you indicated. But here's the thing. Seriously. A lot of it has to do with the... I'll give you indicated a lot of it about highway shit has to do with the size of the bike because as me and john and bruce experienced yeah we were doing 60 miles an hour and we still got fucking pulled over and yelled at because we were <laughs> somebody on complained because yeah. you're on inappropriate equipment right right that's what it comes down to you're on inappropriate equipment you know that's that's the reality the reality is somebody saw what you were doing and they didn't like you doing well, that. Some lady was doing 95 in the slow lane, and right. we had, she had no. to move lanes over and got mad at it. It was the fucking truck. I, I know it was the fucking truck. Got stuck behind. We spoiled yeah. his fucking gig. He was getting ready to fucking hammer it and take it up the right. hill, and there we were. And there you were. Right. Oh. So the 18-wheeler guy, you took all I of had his, to shift down five yeah. gears because yeah. you fuckers Took all going. of his momentum away from him. <laughs> yeah, all right. I'm Lord. calling the cops on these idiots. So your winter restoration project is the... Yeah. The, 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 van, the Van Van. The Van Van, the 90. The Suzuki RV90. Yep, and yep. Uh, yeah, that's going to be it. The one thing I, I think it's going to... Well, there's two challenges. One is the, the engine mounts, because, you know, I'm going to have to cut them You long. are going to have to get a little freaky-deaky in there. And it's going to have to be pretty accurate. Chain a drop-in. No, and, and if, uh, you know, the chain doesn't line up, that's going to suck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, uh, and then on top of that, uh, what else? I was thinking about... I have a set of 38-millimeter uh, KLX-110 forks. Okay. And yeah. if I can get this metal dude I know to make me a set of triple trees, then okay. I can put the fat forks on it. All right. Yeah. And then maybe fit the front wheels. So, I mean, there's a lot mm -hmm. of... It's going to be a... I don't even know if I'm going to have it done by mid-Ohio next yeah. year. I'm just going right. to take my time and do it. Mm -hmm. uh, so, yeah, that's my project. That's a good... That's a worthy project. Yeah. Chris, are you having any winter projects this year? No. No. <laughs> not even... Not even... All your shit's running. Well, yeah. And, yeah. You know, I could come up here and change oil or something like yeah, that. Yeah, but I mean, really... You're in a you're in an enviable position because you happen to own motorcycles yeah. that run. That run. 
that run. You could, yeah. You could polish your fobs. Well, actually, one of the projects is... Yeah. Cinch wants me to take oh, the, yeah, yeah. Uh, the, the tins off the... Uh, the Janus. The Janus. Oh. The Janus. And then oh. we're going to clear them. Oh. Three coats of wet-ass clear on it. Make it beautiful. All right. Well, there so, you go. Yeah, light beer. So I think I'd like to do that. Um, That's kind of cool. Yeah. or light beer? I'll do a light beer. That's, again, you're pissing me off, Sleepy, because now you're not only working on your shit, you're working on other people's shit. God fucking damn it, man. <laughs> but no, but think, seriously, look at the Janus, right? I it's tried. A it's, I can't not look at right? it. It's literally in Dan, the middle of my showroom. Do you have one yeah. that you could put a nipple on? But for? all they need is nice three fat, just drippy, goopy coats of clear on that. He'll drink an IPA. A brand new bike. Yeah, that's it's true. Be beautiful. That is true. Yeah. Yeah, a little color sanding and a long way to go. Okay, yeah. so I, I came up with something. Yeah, there you go. You you have now founded a project. Well, he's got to take the tins off. I'm not doing. No, it. I, I and that's fair. Yeah. that's that's totally right. Mecklefresh, what do you got in the way of projects <laughs> that you're actually going to work on? <laughs> he's got a house. <laughs> yeah, you got a brand new. Yeah, yeah. I have lots of it's for you. I have yeah. a beer. What the hell? Oh, you're confusing. Is that for me? Uh, yeah. Oh, I mean, I have a uh, CL350 that's been yeah. on the lift. That really needs... I don't give a fuck. What, it doesn't even have to run. It's coming off the lift. I'll sell it, whatever. It needs, needs to go. Because <laughs> it's, it's, it's been on the lift right. for four years. The healing bench hasn't helped. No. No. Yeah. I mean, oh, parts of... America hasn't even been on the lift a year yet. Oh, you're good. You're Part, fine. I've ordered parts, and parts have showed up, and there's right. more, more stuff shows up on the lift, but... Not really, not too much. I think the last time I worked, it was one one podcast. I took the starter off and yeah. find out the the planetary gears were gone. We're shitting, the, yeah. But yeah. I did order a starter, and so oh, it's did. it's there. I mean, oh, cool. Probably one good day of working on that bike, and it would be all back together. And, oh, and don't forget about your three sixty chopper. Uh, yeah, that that's fucked. I, <laughs> <laughs> well, bring it over because I'm gonna put a Harbor Freight motor in it. Then I'll have that's two projects. Okay. <laughs> it's yours. That's awesome. <laughs> Uh, uh, oh, you, you, you paid 33 bucks for that thing. I'll yeah, give you pretty much. 33 bucks. I mean, I did actually. No, 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 not 33 anymore. It's like oh, yeah. 35. 35 Transportation bucks. costs a minimum. Well, yeah. I want it dropped off for 35 Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. She yeah. stuck like a fucking buck. I mean, yeah. like, mm, I mean, it probably needs to be taken apart to get it unstuck. I mean, I really didn't go extreme right. with it. Oh, fuck that, dude. But he I did win. put a wrench on it. I did do this. I did do that. I soaked it. It's... Mm, well, it's you know. not a light stucker. Dude, we're going, okay. we're going. There's evidence that it was laying down and yeah, probably got yeah. water in that oh, cylinder. That sucks. So I am imagining if you took the head off, one of the cylinders is probably just caked full of rust. Oh, no, we're getting, we're getting whatever the biggest fucking motor for the Harbor Freight sells that we can put in that thing. Okie dokie. Sticking I, out the side. I, I would still just. Glad you got time for that. I was going to say, I would swamp those cylinders out. I might. Well, we'll see. I just but, swamp them. Oh, they're. Yeah. I croiled them. You croiled them? Yeah. Yeah, yeah I would PB blaster croil. Where'd you get the croil from? Little, little column A, little column B. <laughs> Got a one yeah. piece at a time. I picked up the can that you, one of the cans that you left laying around the property. See, there you go. Yeah, Fount Croy. So there, see? You wonder why, why he's starting to come to work with like a giant lunchbox yeah. with wheels on the bottom. <laughs> But so, uh, so there's that yeah. uh, the CB750. It's a crying shame right. that that's a that sits over there. Right, the big one sitting there like wouldn't take much for any of these things to get off the ground. But moving, moving, yeah, yeah. Get but I moving. am down to what I can say in my garage is three projects. Mm -hmm. Yeah, of course. Then there's the KE250 yeah. and the KL250 yeah. and the quad yeah. runners and the trikes and the well, if you want, if you want some motivation. 
bring your stand and bike over, and then we can set up days and work, and then pick. Yeah, my wife would love that. <laughs> <laughs> See, mine can't say anything. That's my garage, man. I'm right. good. I'm golden with your wife, man. Yeah, <laughs> right. Yeah, that's... My wife would pay you for that I arrangement. A, I have yes. a way better relationship with your wife than my wife. I know. <laughs> I think she, my wife likes you better than me anyway. And here you go. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I, I see a potential upgrade in somebody's future. <laughs> yeah. A wife upgrade. They, yeah. I believe the term is swapping. Just put a bunch of pineapples around the front of your house. I did Let get along know with Peggy it. at Steve's wedding. <laughs> she, I was telling them about the, I'm like, why don't you just burn wood in the fireplace? And they're like, oh, yeah. yeah hey, is there anything else you we, we should change that you should tell you want no, to tell wait, us wait, about? Let's go, let's go oh, back. Really? Let's go back to this real quick. Okay. So I, I have my wood burner in the kitchen area, like at the kitchen living area. Yeah, yeah, right. And then we have this living room right. and it had a fireplace, but I was like in my head, I'm like, I have to get a wood burner. Like, you know what yes. I mean? Like, that's what I thought. Right. <laughs> so John's over one day and he's like, well, until you do that, why don't you just start a fire in the fireplace? We're both like that has logs stacked what? in it, ready to go. We're like, Those you can decorate the logs. No, they're no. real logs. It's a wood burning fucking fireplace. Of course it is. Yeah, that's and how they, they work. And so, like, but we both, me and my wife, looked at each other. We're like, we are fucking morons. Oh my god! <laughs> For want of an insert, you're like, oh no, but it, it's it's like when the elevator quits working, yeah. it still stairs. Still stairs. Yeah, uh, still stairs. <laughs> Fire with no prophylactic. I said, I said, I said, John, John, a picture two days later. I'm like, you are a fucking genius. There's a fire. In I'm a genius because I told you to light the fire, fire in your fireplace. <laughs> so Amy's like, Finders fee. Amy's like, is there anything else in our lives that we should know about that we should change out or do differently? And I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, that's what I told her. I said, I said, Amy, if you really, if you really, really want, really want to change your life and right. succeed, you have right. to embrace your mistakes. Yeah. So she came over and gave me a big hug. <laughs> yeah. a big hug. I said, oh, I embrace my mistake. Um, I did see this. If so, somebody's looking for uh, not one but two wastes of time. Uh, yeah, there's a, a pair of Honda CB 450s. Uh, a Hello. pair of 1972. Uh, CB, yeah, and it's a good year, honestly. If yeah. you're going to get into a CB 450, it's not a bad year to do it. Um, yeah, That's there's a, a pair of them. 72 and a 74 or 75, that one. What, I think you're right. Yeah, I think this one's a little fresher. Uh, but anyway, uh, 74. Yeah, 74, thank you. Uh, one title between them. Hmm. That's, okay. that's not a bad that's thing. That's not a bad thing. Um, that's not a bad Sometimes thing. Sometimes what a bike needs is another bike. That's exactly right. I'm selling my Multicolored. CD. The red one has no title, but turns over and runs on starter fluid. The orange one has a stuck engine, but has a title. Hmm. There you go. That's and and so three hundred bucks. Yeah, yeah. So they're they're saying two thousand dollars. So <laughs> I, I agree with John. Eight hundred bucks. I said three. Uh, yes. <laughs> but if you look, he's got three. He's holding out. Oh, there's a Trail ninety out in front of the garage oh, okay. too. Yeah, there's a Trail ninety out in front, and there's a Kawasaki uh, one hundred, a KH one hundred hiding back here. Those KE one hundred. KE one hundred. They do suck dick. They do <laughs> suck dick. They do like suck mine. dick. Especially the owners too. Oh my god. Fucking asshole. Oh. You know what? It's so close to being a real dirt bike. So close. It's just it's just 25 cc's and a carburetor relocation kit. Get a real bike, fag. <laughs> <laughs> perfect mid Ohio. So bike. That's a quote. Is, That's a quotable. The perfect mid Ohio bike. It really is. Yeah. You know what? Next year I'm selling a whole bunch of shit at mid Ohio and buying new shit to fuck up. There you go. I'll tell you what you do is you sell it before you go to mid Ohio. You right. Keep, Right. And then you come back and you yeah. don't buy anything at Mid Ohio and you're just as happy. And yet you're super happy. You're telling me that, yeah. but I can't. I don't know. Tom spent, you know, Tom spent better part of a week here 
And uh, that whole thing, you know, I'm getting the the craisoning trailer together. It's I've got a trailer parked behind the shop right now. And the trailer is a it's a one way valve going into the trailer. It's like a roach motel. Pieces, parts check in. They're not checking out until they get to mid Ohio. And so that trailer is going to be stacked. Dan's old trailer is going to be stacked from the back to the front. Right. Right. With boxes and bins and tubs and everything oh, else. So you're going to do the whole... Oh, you're, we're doing laying it. out the spread. We're going to have the it's, $10 it's tarp. It's been over touching its toes. That's right. <laughs> it is. We are going to have the $10 tarp and the $20 tarp, is what I expect. Yeah. And then we might even have the um, can you identify the part tarp. So, you know yeah. What, you know what you, know you got to do? I'm going to spring for some real square footage this year, boys. We might but, want a shirt tarp. I um, <laughs> my wife did this thing a lot of shirt on that tarp a couple years ago, and yeah. she did it. It was called uh, "Pay What You Want." Yes, and you would believe how much fucking pay. Like I was like, I would have put two dollars on that. The guy's like, "I'll give you five. And you're you like, "You know what's funny okay. is you're right." The reverse negotiation. Yeah. Because at Mid Ohio, they don't see that coming. No. Right. They they would never see that coming. So if you have a tarp full of shit and somebody holds it up, how much is this? Pay what you want. Your call, bud. Uh, yep. no, no, that would not work in Mid Ohio. Because they just put. Pay it what you want. How about free? Right. Free. Free. Good enough. Free. Good. But I, I honestly yeah. think that You're for right. every right. every couple of douche nozzles that you'd probably yeah. make up for with a couple of legit guys, it's like I've been looking for that part for yeah. fucking twenty years. Dude. Right. I want that. Yep. But one of those guys. But everybody. But everybody is so wired into the whole Mid Ohio experience. I want the whole tarp for nothing. Right. Yeah. And, I, and you know what? And I'm going to put it in my three-wheeled bicycle. You're going to have it. <laughs> you can have it. They never met me. Yeah. <laughs> if I could, if I could, if I could turn this long, excruciating rape into a drive-by shooting, I would do that. Right? I would upgrade. Right? Rather than sit and look at that tarp for the next three days, yeah. if I could have one overambitious guy who thinks he took advantage of me. You can have that whole tarp with everything on it if you take can. Michael Fresh too. I'll bet you ten dollars. Yes, you yes. can't pick it all up and yes. take it in one load. I will. I'm going to tell you as much as you can carry. Here's the trick. That's a good. Fun. Here's the trick. I will give you everything that's on that tarp for free, but every twenty minutes that it's still here is two hundred dollars. Oh damn, that's a good idea. That's a real good idea. Motivated transporter. How confident are you? In How confident are you in yourself? Yeah. 20 minutes, it's 200 bucks. 40 minutes, it's 400 bucks. Come on, man. I got to go get my cart. Oh. You just go do that, sir. <laughs> Fox running. I recommend you go get all your friends' carts, too. You know what? It'd be, right. it'd be so fucking worth it to get on eBay right now and buy a fucking two-foot digital countdown sign. So you literally are like, you got 20 minutes. Click. And then fucking counting down. You know what? <laughs> that might be the secret method. <laughs> yeah, man. Because <laughs> if anybody was at our booth at Mid-Ohio a few years ago when we abandoned three or four motorcycles oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. and left them to the Jawas, mm-hmm. right? We know that there is no shortage of people asking us about those bikes. But even when they were abandoned, them, yeah. they didn't go away. Right. So some people asked questions, but, but, but free was too much. Yeah, but at the same time, like yeah. you guys, that's how that's my opening bargaining chip. Right. I you know what I'd look at it. If you were going to give it to me, right. I'm not sure I would really want it. Mm-hmm. Exactly. 
And that's exactly right. But if right. you have to have money, you can tell me about it, and maybe one of my friends will be interested. Yeah. But I like, I like the fact dick. that on a lot of those bikes, like you took the forks Takes off. Takes one to no one. Because they were good forks. Great forks. Like yeah. just a hulk of a bike. I am what you eat. There. Right. <laughs> I am what you eat. But it is, when we anticipate that idea of going into mid-Ohio and just being like, all right, remember, folks, if your goal is to make things you don't want anymore disappear, don't be attached to money. Just be attached to the concept of freedom, yep. right? Because I would pay decent money for freedom. Mm-hmm. Always will. And it'll never, that'll never stop me. You could put dog shit on Marketplace right now and yeah. sell it. I, I well, that's what I was putting. It's not even hard. I hope you guys have been looking at this because the point is probably better to say that and not sell it because none of this is selling. This is all on there and it's not selling. It'll sell. Well, but I mean, it's just and and the know. weird part is is if you noticed in the last week or two you can tell that Christmas is in two weeks yeah because people are like fuck I need I need kids don't have presents I got, uh, the, tell the mic that guy might have okay that guy has two thousand dollars on those CB four fifties yeah twenty thousand people have already offered him some amount of money for Absolutely. them and all yeah. he has to do is pick out the guy who offered the most and be right. like okay that's it yeah that is absolutely will you take twelve hundred yes yeah. I will. Right. By all means. And the the being here for the past two weeks and the kind of phone traffic that we've had here, it is everybody is, I've got to get my kids a dirt bike. I've got to get my daughter a scooter. Great. We have them. Bring your form of currency and show up and let's do business and you may leave with it. Shekels. But I have had... Uh, yes, I have had <laughs> this. This week has been the week of. Well, how much is that SSR? Well, it's it's fourteen hundred dollars. Let's tax. Will you take twelve hundred? No, but you know what? With a two hundred dollar non refundable <laughs> no, down yeah, deposit. Right, right, yeah. But but even when I have somebody that I'm like, oh, okay, what the hell? Let's let's play along. Will I take twelve hundred? You know what? It's Christmas. Twelve hundred. Show up by four with cash. It's yours. Twelve hundred. Show up with cash. Let's do it. Bring me twelve hundred dollars. Well, I, I got to put it on a credit card. No, that's not going to happen. That's that's. I have to pay fees on that. There's there's things that create problems with that. So uh, no, bring me cash. Uh, well, but I got these four credit cards from my grandma, my aunt. My sister, like, no, man, you can't. You got to be fucking kidding me. Like, no, 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 no. It takes one chargeback. One chargeback to make this entire deal go way into the ether. The bike is still out there. I don't have it. The money is gone from my account. I don't have it. And they've also taken 6% that they never earned in the first place. And so you've wrecked the bike not, by abusing it. Steve. <laughs> and if you get it back, it's Steve, Steve, I don't even know where the bike is. Not like I'm going to send Sleepy out to repo it. Okay. Excuse <laughs> me. You paid for it with four different credit cards. Am I going to send somebody out to repo that bike? No, I'm not going to send somebody out to repo a $1,400 bike. And the credit card company has just charged me a $100 6% processing fee because there was a chargeback. 
Well, that I just read this article that yeah. said like people need to start spending cash at smaller businesses. Yeah. And they said that so like if you pay somebody if if I come in here yeah. and I buy a jacket and you say hey give me fifty bucks for it and I mm-hmm. give you fifty bucks, mm-hmm. you get fifty bucks. Right. But if I use a credit card, you yep. probably get forty four or something. Just make it very simple for everybody who's playing at home three percent. So just call it three percent. That's fine. Take another eight percent off of that for taxes. Now you have an idea of what it's costing that company to do business with your right. fucking dumbass. Well, that's what they said. Right. So they yeah. said that if if like so if if you and you just card, asked me for a discount, so double fuck your hat. Right, but so right? Like, but like so say I give you yeah. that, and so now you have forty six bucks or something, right? right? That right. you use your credit card at a different place. Now that that money is only really forty two dollars, exactly. and it just keeps going. So it takes six transactions for the bank to get fifty dollars, and basically everybody else to get nothing. <sighs> you know they they should teach that in high school. Well, you're paying right. You're paying yeah. tax. You're paying for a product with taxable the money that's already been taxed. Yes, which has been taxed, which has been taxed, which has been taxed. You guys remember that chocolate? You guys remember that chocolate-colored leather jacket with the stars and stripes on it? Oh yeah. Do you remember that jacket? The embossed. The embossed stars yeah, and yeah. stripes leather jacket that I, I gave I you guys see it on a the fashion show for the other day. Yeah. Yeah, that motherfucker's left the building like Elvis. Really? Yeah. Can you describe the person in, in the detail? <laughs> I can drive. I can describe the person in detail. Yes, it's part. It's one part of the two-man team that installed the awnings at my house this week. <laughs> Did he have boots that curled up like this and touched his ankle? Almost. Okay. And he's every bit as wide as he is tall. Yes. Perfect. And he looked at that jacket and went, "Oh man, that jacket is cool, man." And I went, "It is cool." It's sharp. Hey, get, and, do and, a good job and let's talk. And, and uh, he said, how much is that jacket? And I said, $425 retail. Special closeout price today, Cleveland Moto, $200. And I know you got it because I just paid you cash for the job you did installing awnings at my house. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that's how that happened. So that jacket went away. Hey, I was man. very happy about I mean, that. He's, and he's super happy with it. He couldn't be happier. He's right. grabbing he the leather. He got a good deal. He's grabbing that leather and he's like, this is Buffalo. This is really good leather. And I'm like, it is really good leather. Yeah, I was about yeah. to say, like, the jacket was a good jacket. And he it goes, wasn't our style. And he goes, what's, what's up? And I said, those are gun pockets. <laughs> he goes, that's pockets for guns? I'm like, all American jackets have pockets for guns now. That's the way it works. <laughs> Even in the children's department. Yeah. <laughs> and if, in multiple pockets. You got garanimals. You got multiple you got pockets. Gar- garanimals with the concealed carry pouches. <laughs> yeah. You got a little you got a little thing that looks like a kangaroo. He's telling everybody, and it's got guns. Comes with a Glock 15 yeah. in it. Yeah, that's it. But yeah, oh, it's so funny. But yeah, he was so happy. He was super duper happy to get that jacket. Cool. And I was super duper happy to make it go away. Yeah. The problem was the jacket fit his torso, but the sleeves fit him like a straight jacket. <laughs> <laughs> like if anybody got funky with him, they could totally lock him down. <laughs> like you just like crisscross applesauce. That guy's going nowhere. Oh, yeah. Great. Yeah, he's going nowhere fast. But I thought it was hilarious. We sold that jacket, that jacket that I bought on super duper uber closeout clearance. And it wasn't even symmetrical. It was like the stars were here. The bars were here. Yeah, it was interesting. It was. Yeah. Yeah. It was one of those things where Merritt saw that jacket and she was like, no. And I was like, what? And she goes, you're never going to wear that around me. I'm like, what do you got against the American flag? And she goes, you know, that's not the issue. Don't try to make it that. And I said, well, I mean. Is that the, uh, if this jacket didn't have the flag on it, would you be okay with it? She goes, I'm not even going to die on that hill. She's like, I'm not even going to answer that. She says, you know what? 
it does, so you can't, and I won't, so there. And I went, <laughs> wow, well done, woman. That's why she has doctor in front of her name. And I was like, okay, I'm not even going to try to test that. I'm not even going to try it. I'm not going to show up with that jacket on. And what won't she do? <laughs> that's the, and I've yeah, got that's a magnificent the... one I picked up years ago when Dixie went out of business and just tells you something about the company. It's called Dixie. And I bought a magnificent distressed brown leather fucker that has like, you know, that when they had the little like one quarter inch strips of leather that were all like braided. Oh, and yeah. that was the epaulets were braided. <laughs> and then it had, you know, hair under your armpits oh, that yeah. was braided. And then it had like hair coming off the side, like the sides he's got on his vest that are braided. Like it's, it's super braided everywhere, <laughs> but it's that chocolatey. I wish I was a football distressed leather. Oh yeah. 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 I got one of those for 30 bucks on super duper clearance. One time Kevin had a leather couch when he worked at Vanson. Yeah. And it had been all distressed, you know, yeah, yeah. he took all the leather off of it, gave it to the guys at Vanson and, and they made him this like leisure suit double-breasted leather jacket <laughs> out of a like, couch like yeah out of the, all the leather off the couch oh my <laughs> like god like a, a mid-thigh length with a belt and like oh it's awesome and it's it's couch it's leather, couch it's leather? leather yeah. oh my god oh <laughs> they my. put a liner in it like they a quilted did. liner so and they built they pants? Spent two thousand dollars it's a custom it's a it's a custom vanson one-of-a-kind Jacket that hundred percent couch leather. Yes, from an old smells like ass. That, and his well, his dad was a malpractice so it was a high end leather. It was leather. a good it was couch, a really leather. nice right, leather yeah. couch. Yeah, but it still was a couch leather. It still was mostly butt. <laughs> yeah, he, he doesn't have a sense of smell. I was going to say that's for Kevin. It's perfect. He can't smell anything. Yeah. Oh my god! It's oh. a good looking jacket, though. I mean, it's it's still hilarious. Yeah, it's it's ma- I mean, it's fucking magnificent. That's really good. Oh my god. So, Mr. Hoffer, do you have any projects you're working on, buddy? Yeah, eight carbs that John's going to rebuild for me. <laughs> eight, eight cars or eight carbs? Carbs. 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 Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I have a, I have a, I got an engine for, for um, my CB175 that I blew up on the faux vintage ride. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Don't call it a vintage yeah. ride. Yeah. And I just got a clutch, I actually just got a clutch pack in today from uh, my favorite Boers. Um, Boers Cycle. Yep, I love yep. that place. So I just got the clutch pack in for it because it came without. Yes. It came without the clutch pack. <laughs> and so I'm going to pull the pull that motor, swap them, and then. Um, does, that, does that bike have testicle marks in the tank? Over oh, there? I'm pretty sure. <laughs> <laughs> so what we have. Uh, presented for your approval is one of these motorcycles 2017 honda cb 1100s that we're all so fond of and like we said it was a great motorcycle that just didn't come with any sort of enthusiasm whatsoever um, no complaint great bike it's like a, it's that motorcycle's great to ride it is great but it's yeah. like a, bill cosby had a um had a, a skit about how he drove his dad's car and he would oh. rev it up and it would go dinga dinga and then he had, Fat Albert had the engine, the airplane engine, but he had his dad's car when he revved it, it would go winga winga. Dinga dinga winga winga. <laughs> this gas tank on this is all I can say is this motorcycle is so crashed. It's so crashed that if this wasn't a fatality, this person's testicles. Yeah, they're no longer attached. No, 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 no. But, pancakes. That happened to a dude I know. Like he went. 
He hit so hard, and, and he tried to grip the gas tank with his legs. That's clearly what happened here. He, he said the gas tank was completely smashed around the frame mm -hmm. before it hit, and he fractured like his pelvis and stuff yeah, that's a, before he flopped over the handlebars. And the forks on this, the, the chrome yeah. tubes are broken. Yeah. Just busted. Just cracked. It's hanging by the wires and springs. It's literally hanging by the springs. Yeah, springs and brake but hoses. That motor would go into a CB450 oh chopper. Oh, God. Yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> but, like, this is that whole, like, when you look at this CB1100, I, I very rarely do I look at a motorcycle and go, well, the person riding this was just fucked. I mean, just, 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 this has got to be a fatality. It seems almost impossible for that to not be just well you know that that tire was underneath the bike when he hit like that thing hit hard like it's oh like yeah it out. yeah he went straight into something it and i mean he didn't bend the forks he, he sheared went them he off. shattered them yeah, yeah. yeah he sheared them off and he shattered them he shattered. <laughs> but what happened in his like for his pelvis to do that much damage to a metal gas tank yeah. whoa I mean, that guy's crotch has got to be up around his neck right now, yeah, yeah. right? I mean, yeah. unzip the zipper to brush your teeth kind of thing. Oh, that was the, the, no, the guy that I know, ass. the guy yeah. that I know, and he broke a leg. Yeah. His wife was on the back. So oh, really? Make, so when he slid, he tried to, you know, when he went, he like oh, squeezed the tank yeah. and all that weight and it just. Oh, I double fucked him. He fucking he, he, like the tank was literally, he's like, you couldn't believe the tank was just wrapped around the frame. My body squished it as Where'd I. Where'd the gas go? Everywhere. Everywhere. Oh, God, that's an awful day. Oh, that's a terrible, terrible Dude, day. Dude, he might have had a big schlong, though. Look at the schlong mark in the middle there. That's not schlong. No. 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 That's not schlong. <laughs> oh, it my does, God. <laughs> that, oh. You know what? Okay, first of all, you know that we are allowed to use... Fire spot. Where you know... <laughs> You know, you know, if, if you go biological or chemical, we are allowed to go nuclear. Oh, this is bad. This is going to be bad. You might as well stop the podcast. Oh, my. You're probably going to want to leave the room. It's like oh an hour God. and a half. We could. The hell? And on that Here, note, our 400th episode, our 400th episode was terminated early. Some of that. During, due to Johnson. But... Yeah. That was, <laughs> that was four, four beers this afternoon. <laughs> That's kind of like a dog fart. Oh. <laughs> I, I'm, I, I I'm trying to hold the fort, guys. I really am trying to hold the fort. It hasn't gotten down here yet. My nose has been stuffed up for a few oh. days. Yeah. Unbelievable. So anyway, Phil, no, um, you know, uh, yeah. you know, John. There's an what entire the next topic. There's an entire outside you can fuck up if you want. Not to. I can shit on Steve. You know, and Steve. If you wanted to just screw up Cleveland, you could do that. <laughs> if I can shit on these two, I mean, I'm breathing in through my mouth. I'm not going. I refuse. I think she killed my daughter. To yield. <laughs> okay. She's okay. Oh my god. She'll survive. It wasn't that bad. Could be a sissy. Oh. Um yeah, I that I'm was not pretty fucking involved. bad, dude. Do we have any hate mail for John, please? We're going to. <laughs> We're going yeah, right as of as of now. When they release this in smell vision. Four hundred, the scratch just, and sniff just podcast. So can, yeah, just oh my god. The scratch and sniff <laughs> podcast is actually a really good idea. That's a, that's a fucking fine idea. Hey, we got a new patron. Sweet, sweet. Who is it? Some guy named GSG. And he hates John. And he can't stand John. Yep. He hates those cans. He just hates those cans. I just pulled raw. 
Um, <laughs> you pushed Gra there, buddy. The uh, yeah, I, honestly, I'm looking right now, and I I gotta say, we must have been up to some fairly decent behavior because we're not seeing a lot of hate mail right now. Wow. I'm I'm looking, buddy. I'm looking. What the hell is the matter with you guys? Come on. Bring it. Yeah, you got studio audience has to. How about, stand, how about titty pics or anything like that? Got no, any titty pics? No, you know what though? Matt uh, Davidson, you motherfucker! I had, parked, I had parked a couple of those under my under my desktop for mm-hmm. safekeeping, as you do. Mm-hmm. And Doctor Waters was in here, and oh. she was like, "Oh, can I have your self healing mat? Can I have your self healing cutting mat?" I said, "Well, of course you can." So I lift up my computer and pulled it out, and these two pictures fall out. Oh. She goes, "What the hell's going on there?" <laughs> and I said, "Well, sometimes our our listeners send us pictures." Mm-hmm. Does she know about that? I said, I do not involve myself in the interests yeah, yeah. of beasts and listeners and things like that. I, why would I? Why would I try to get involved in that? Right. Why the hell would I even try to be a part of that? Ignorance is bliss. And again, not my not my circus, not my monkeys. I mean, listen, if a, if a bus accident happens, right? Sometimes you got to look. Oh, so true. Also true. And and it was one of those ones where I just felt like, you know what? It's not none of my fucking business. And wife, you should know better. Right. And she she said, no, nah. she goes, I don't I don't approve of that. I don't think that's a good idea. And I said, well, they didn't ask you. Right. <laughs> <laughs> How'd that go over? Not great. Not great. But you know what? She tried to she tried to use reason. And that was a mistake. Because again, there is no reason. You heard this fucking podcast, right? This is a shit show, and it always has been a shit show. The Nobody, heart wants what the heart right, wants, and right. And if <laughs> if whoever you are, if you want to send us pictures of whoever or whatever, all legal though. Again, well, yeah, we can't control it. But I can't control it. But at the same time, we don't well, want to see sleepy, it. Sleepy, sleepy. What you said, it's better if you don't say it. Oh, yeah. It's just better to just not say it. Yeah. It's better to say we have no control. True. And I prefer being in a position of just not having any fucking control. Yeah. And it really is. It's true that you just have no control. It's well, better. How about this? Yeah. In real life, in real person, I got a letter of a, uh, this week yeah. from a dude who apparently got some misinformation and thought I was like the guy to procure Porsches from. And he is. He How is, did you end up on that mailing list? I, I, I don't That's know. A pretty good one. But this dude's like. He goes. I don't. I'm not. A, I'm not a dealer. Okay. I'm not a flipper. All I'm, right. I'm a collector. And I've heard that you have some cars that I might be interested in. My name's Alex. Please give me a call at the following number. And if the cars are acceptable, I will purchase them cash at top dollar. I am a dweeb. A letter. <laughs> a letter with an envelope. And, we- and this dude, he's so into his little fucking Porsche collection that his the return address. I'll bring it next time. Okay. Uh, right. The return address is a rubber stamp. Oh really? Oh yeah. So he sends a lot of these. Yeah. 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 I just want to know. But how- he also goes to the motorcycle shows and the car shows, and he fills out those little like award entries. Oh, yeah, 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 so he's yeah. got a rubber stamper. Yeah. Um, yeah. We get about one letter mm-hmm. written per week on a postcard, usually that says. Please mail me a brochure with all of your bikes for sale at this address. And I'm like, wow, man, wow. And because the point is, he doesn't put a phone number on there. So I can't even call him back and just go, ring, 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 ring. No, 
<laughs> and then he'll just wonder. Yeah. Somebody just called and said no. Right? Because if you're mailing me a letter, I, I mean, come on, man. Well, Dan had a good idea, though. He told yeah. me, I should, he goes, I'm pretty good at searching on the internet. I should go find some local Porsches. Send them pictures and be like, I'll take nine for this when the guy's only selling it for 75. Yeah, make a quick that's a good idea. The, yeah. You just became a broker yeah. due to this guy's ignorance. Yeah, I right. like it. I'm not I'm selling any of my collection, fan. but a couple of my friends might be interested yeah, in yeah. selling theirs. And I mean, I'll only take a 5% commission on those sales. It's hey, true. Phil, just so you know, there's a, a Piaggio I pay. Yeah. That's for sale. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I have a feeling I know where this one came from. <laughs> she is trying to get rid of it. She has no idea what to do. Yeah, well, I... Uh, well, has she... And, uh, and, and pour gasoline <laughs> Has she come up with a price yet? Park it by the dumpster. Because that's when... You know what? Be in the metro parks. <laughs> because that's when I will... I mean, that's when I will become... An advocate, right? <laughs> I'll become an advocate, or I will become a critic, or I will become a spectator, eating popcorn in the wings when she decides what her price is. I'm not going to help her with that because I do not want to be complicit in this crime at all. I, I, in fact, I feel like I've got the only way out of this situation I possibly could have, and that is... We returned it in a running functional condition with a video that proves such, including a video that is an instructional video on how to run the motherfucker. So, ta-da, yeah. as we say in the industry. And but but I am not. You know, this is, you know, Uncle Stumpy's all badger petting zoo. We have no desire to have your fucking ape at all. I mean, no. Uncle Stumpy. Yeah, man, it's real. It's real. Check it out. Uh, but that's I that's a, house. Yeah, that's a real. I mean, that's a real, real thing. And I'm glad she wants to sell it because she should have distanced herself from that from the get go. Yeah. When we gave her the first evaluation from it, when we should have said, "You spend no more money on this, you get your money back." Was our initial advice. Our initial advice was, "You do not go deeper into the cave of despair." You back away from the cave of despair. Well, there's a CB1100 engine we could... Yeah. <laughs> Look, we went to heroic means, heroic effort to keep this thing a two-stroke, to keep this thing a shifting transmission, to keep this a mechanical operation that it was in 1970-whatever, right? We went to heroic means to make that happen. I've got not one, not two, maybe three electric motors that are sitting back there that we could have done... Battery, electric motor, and literally, if you can operate a golf cart, you can operate this. Sid, why didn't you want to do that? I mean, that seems to me to be the best. To preserve its originality. Done. That is it. I shall say no more. Well, and for that, all that Rome was lost. It's going to be original regardless of if, if it's got an electric motor and or a two-stroke. Again... Again, what is your goal? Is your goal to sell bubbly wine or is your goal to enter the Concorde d'Elegance at, you know, who knows where? Are you going to Pebble Beach with this fucking thing? Right? That's probably what she should do is sell it at an auction like that. What's your life? Well, yeah, Meekum will probably get her like 40 grand. For yeah. the and then she might break even. <laughs> oh, <laughs> seriously? Yeah. No way. Yeah. She's into it. 
Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. Then she might break even. I thought it was like 10 G's. Or then she might break even. Oh my Or I could just give her God. my daughter's phone so number because she drinks now, Prosecco like it's going out of style. Yeah, <laughs> and she can now drink it out of the world's most complicated decanter. Right? Do you know what would be great if I could slow down my consumption of Prosecco by filtering it through a $40,000 piece of shit? Right? <laughs> <laughs> that's oh reality. God. That's the deal. And that's why when I say I'm, ex- I'm extricating myself from that scenario, oh, yeah. Because somebody made a $40,000 mistake and was looking for a fall guy so they didn't have to admit that they made a $40,000 mistake. Does this business still exist? No. No. So it's just a... Did it ever? Did it ever? Look. She did a couple of shows with Yeah, yeah. But then COVID hit and then she was into it with her partner who was her fiance and then they got broken up and so she's left holding the bag right. too bad i thought she gets to keep the house he gets the prosecco wagon <laughs> there you go <laughs> um to, de- to tell you how a friend of mine responded to this when i kind of sh- when i shot the video mm-hmm. and i posted the video up a friend of mine in denver that i've had friends with for ages who literally has written the book on vintage scooters in america he knows a thing or two right He's the quote was, oh, a Prosecco van. What a novel concept. And when I say that, I'm now throwing up so you guys can see what a novel concept, right? And if you see these pictures, you're going to see that having a Prosecco van may not be the novel concept or the unique business opportunity that this person thought it was. As you now are looking at Google image search for Prosecco van and seeing no less than a hundred different Prosecco vans, right? Made of things that are from this century and from (laughs) things that aren't from this century and various different things. And you know what you don't, you know, you know who invented yoga pants? Not yogis. (laughs) <laughs> Nobody in India is rocking up in the yoga pants. That's a Lululemon white woman thing, right? There's billions of dollars in yoga clothing. You need air moving down around there. But the point is there's billions of dollars in yoga clothing and none of it's being spent in Mumbai. Have you, have, right? Have you can, you, can we all agree oh, with yeah, that? Yeah. Okay. So there might be hundreds of millions of dollars being spent on Prosecco and Prosecco vans. It's all here. I bet there's no Prosecco insights. Do you know what I can tell you is behind every Prosecco van, there's a woman with a dream. Okay. And an empty wallet. Yes. And a facilitator, right, of that. When you see these Prosecco vans, what do you see standing behind the counter at the Prosecco van? Every single time. I'm not suggesting that this is, you know turned into a predatory thing where Luigi over in Europe says, Hey, I got an idea. See your ratted out Ape 50. That's worth $38. <laughs> if we ship that to a white woman in North America, we got 10, 20, 30, 40 grand. And if we weld it and fix it here where the labor's super cheap by a bunch of Polish immigrants who don't care if lines are straight. And if they use eight gauge steel to make the body of it. So it weighs 7,000 pounds, right? What are you seeing a trend? Every one of these pictures that I click on who's standing next to the Prosecco van. She is, She is, right? She is. They all have a dream. 
Aww. Right? They all have a dream. And that dream... They all have flowers. They all have a vagina, right? Wait, is that the queen? <laughs> no, it's well, a queen. Oh, wait. Right? <laughs> but so my, my point is this. If this isn't Mary Kay, I don't know what is, right? If this isn't Mary Kay for the trendy set. If you look at this business model, the one thing that all these business models have in common is is a vehicle that in its home country is worth fucking squatouche. So Prosecco is like fake champagne, right? Yeah. It's just bubbly wine, man. It's bubbly wine. And you got a gas cylinder in the back and you got a couple of taps. I got That's a soda stream. Is. I can make bubbly wine. Of course you could. But you know the important thing about this is it's all about, you know, packaging, 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 right? That's Adam? the best Prosecco I've ever had. That's, that's what they live and die for, right? And they also live and die for, yes, I'll do your wedding with my Prosecco van, and it'll be awesome, oh and I'll charge God. you $10,000. But that's not how that works. And, you know, I hate to say it, but... John drank ten thousand dollars at the wedding. If you guys haven't picked up on a, if you guys haven't picked up on a trend for each and every one of these pictures I've clicked on, right? If you're not picking up on that trend, right? Even if you look at this old Renault, right? Super cool, but just the same. Yeah, I. I well, what if you redo the paint job and make it an IPA van? Exactly. Right. That's exactly right. Get some big dude standing yeah, right. And uh, it'd have right. to be like whittled or something. If it's not from Tom Raper, I want wagon. nothing to do with it. The I'd... IPA power wagon. Dude, that's kind of cool. So it's all the power wagon. Yeah. I love fucking power wagons, dude. If uh, when we were at the one motorcycle show, what was the one? Guns and chicken and waffles? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Right? They didn't have to market. Well, what is it? Was it? Yeah, the one, the one. Guns, food chickens, show, and gun, waffles. Yeah, it was crazy. Or black powder, or gunpowder. Gunpowder and waffles, or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah right. Forget. Yeah, it was. Uh, yeah, but anyway. So I always thought scooters, hooters, computers, and shooters would have been a great, <laughs> would have been a great store. <laughs> Uh, I think it was gunpowder, chicken, and waffles or I, something like that. I did actually try to stop by um, the airport mm, crazy horse on the way home. Oh, you did? Was it closed? Yeah. <laughs> I pulled on the handle. There was. It's supposed to be open. <laughs> that wasn't the handle, John. <laughs> Speaking of hooters. Yeah. Um, there is. I think that was. Yeah. I think it was more of a doorknob. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, there are food, there are food trucks that lean heavy into that, right? Yeah. This is hilarious. I typed in gunpowder, chicken and waffles. And you know what came up? Hatfield's good yeah. grub down the street. <laughs> <laughs> yes. For the most extremely overtly masculine eating experience. It is. You ain't serving that shit out of a fucking Italian three wheeler. Uh uh-uh. uh. No way. You're serving that out of what? A big old giant Ford step van. Oh, right. That's what they do. Yeah, I mean, that's... I like their food, too. Well, yeah, yeah. But the point is, yes, if you have a Prosecco, if you have a Prosecco Ape, if you have a Prosecco three-wheeler, the only person you're ever going to sell it to is... I think an ambulance with organ meat would be good. (laughs) An ambulance with organ meat. How about if it's just an ambulance and just had roadkill? Awful. Awful, right. Just awful. Just awful. Um, But yeah, the only person she's going to sell that to is... Herself, the, one step removed. The right? next, the next, the next victim, yeah. right? 
because nobody else is going to walk into that and be like, yeah, that's a business plan. My wife's going to come home and be like, I, I bought a Prosecco. Truck. I had a patient come in, said she's got a three-wheel Prosecco vehicle. <laughs> <laughs> did, you guys, did, yeah. any, did any of you guys uh, see she the, would, you she mentioned Lululemon, right? Mm-hmm. There's a documentary about that, about how fucked it was, and it was like a giant Ponzi scheme, and it was nuts. Really? Yeah. Really? You mean like this stretchy lycra fabric that costs nothing to white women for $70 for a pair of fucking, you know, banana hammock, you know, weasel squeezer thing. Yeah. Not, (laughs) not shocking, but it's the print. The point being again, right? Right. Yeah. And, and so have you heard of Vera Bradley and And have you heard of, and so is manscaping $90 for a Chinese $6 razor, you know, and all these things that people hate manscaping. (laughs) You've been consistent with that. I give you that. I I, I used mine today getting ready for my trip. Yeah, absolutely. But he's like, I haven't shaved my balls since 1972. (laughs) Never, never, never. If he sneezes, if he sneezes and catches it, looks like a party favor down there. I need a chainsaw. A very small, a very small woolly mammoth just got excited. Hedge It looks like the beginning of a mushroom in a patch of fucking leaves. Time lapse. Yeah, the uh, time lapse photos. He's probably got dreads. <laughs> oh my! Oh my! I think he dropped a French fry down there today. <laughs> It's never coming back, folks. That's it. Never. 400th episode. You thought it was going to be something majestic and cool and awesome. No. Same crap. Same garbage. It's fucking winter. And we're not riding shit. I rode. Yeah, you did ride. You rode. In shorts, as usual. I did four test rides yesterday. Froze my fucking balls off it's the three miles at a time. The humidity is a killer. It is. It's so ridiculous. Yeah, it's just, and it's that same kind of deal where every time I go to the gas station or something, and I'm just whipping down to the gas station, so I'm none of the gear, none of the time, right? So I ripped down to the gas station. Somebody at the gas station, oh my God, I can't believe y'all are still riding today. That's crazy. I'm like, I'm just going to the gas station. Yeah. That's it. Oh, hey, speaking of, so do all sheets have 90 octane gas? No, not all of them. You can go, so, all right, so this stems from, I was was hunting my 100% gas on the bikes away this weekend. If you go to sheets or inner non-ethanol sheets gas, and then they, it, but their website's so Jake, they just have a list. <laughs> okay, like it's All not right. like you can search. You can't then, search by like zip code. No, or and they're area not even. Code. In, they're not even in fucking order. Like it's like Ohio, New York, Tennessee. They have not embraced Wyoming. the idea that we have states. No, like, it goes sheets. by county. It's like I'm like I, like literally the, the one came up and it was like an Ohio one. I'm like, it goes by the square root of the zip this? code. It was like five hours away, and then it went to New York, Buffalo, somewhere else, and then there was another Ohio. It's just by grid coordinates. Yeah, just fucking That's wherever. Just a- Wow, because they do alphabetic by the last letter of the name. I mean, honestly, we are excited to announce the addition of the ethanol free fuel at the locations below. Yes. Good. Good. This is a good thing. Now scroll down. You thank you. Sheets. Uh, I got to say. I used to love sheets. I I thought sheets was the business. Mm -hmm. MTO man. I'm stopping at that one. Every time. Okay. All coming right. and going. I'll give you a gas can. Now look at the order. Like, this, uh, like okay. read from the top. So this is all Pennsylvania so far, thus uh, far. Keep going. It and bops around. Oh, West Virginia's in there. How the hell do they? <laughs> there's just no, there's just random order. Random reason. So, okay. So we're going to fuck this. Let's fuck this pig and just type in OH. All right. So there's 13 of them in Ohio. 
So we got New Philadelphia. We got Cambridge. We got Delanoware. We got Obets. What the fuck is an Obets? Um, we've got Circleville. We got New Albany. Delanoware again. Uh, Reynoldsburg. Oh, man, they are really scratching. They're going deep. Reynoldsburg. And we've got New Albany, Columbus, and Groveport. Whatever one of those is actually in Lodi. I don't know which one it is. Okay. That right. one I hit was Madison. Madison? Ohio. You managed to get one in right Madison. Right off of 90. Okay. Very cool. Well, anyway. It so, was two sixty nine a gallon. That's amazing. So it's not just is it great for your vehicles, but it's if not as I, expensive as boat gas I, by I was a kicking long myself in the ass because yeah. I, I I saw the non ethanol thing and I pulled in and I'm like, what's the deal with this and right. everything? Yeah. But before I really, ch- I was, in, I just hurried up and started pumping my gas. Okay. Yeah. Well, when you start pumping your gas, your price comes up and everybody else is zeroed out. Oh. So I couldn't tell how much the price was until okay. I filled my tank and okay. then hung up the thing. Yeah. And then I found out it was two sixty nine. I'm like, fuck! I would have filled my whole car. Up of course. I'm like, I don't. yeah. Because in New York, it's not like that. It's like. Three twenty-five for regular gas and four sixty-nine for yeah. right. uh, over well, at that marathon in Strongsville. 90. It was like, you know, back when gas was like three dollars a gallon, it was right. four ninety-nine. You exactly. know, well, and then right. check this out. So I was using originally when I just started. You know, I had the time to do all my bikes on mm-hmm. Sunday. I was like, this should take me an hour to get gas. Sure, right. So I pulled up that the thing that we promoted before the gas.org. Pure gas. Pure gas. Yeah, absolutely. So the first five places it sent me to on my fifty-seven mile round trip of getting no gas, every one they did have non-ethanol fuel. Right. It was a five-gallon, seventy-nine-dollar racing fuel at one hundred and five octane. Cans. Yeah, cam two. Yeah. And so, like, unfortunately, it doesn't tell you that. I mean, it kind of does. They don't have a pump. Yeah, they don't have a pump, and it's not, and and they don't update it regularly because. The sheets was not even on there, and, and fuck, and uh, whoever I think it was uh, Kevin from the, our, our, our I know Chardon Oil has it, and that one you said Madison, like what is yeah. it five twenty eight? It was five thirty four. What what route was it? But this it's one right is off also, of ninety, and I will give you that that pure gra- pure gas dot org is is also no fucking treat because when you type on that for your particular state, and it yeah, and it does. It does it. It does it in probably the worst way possible. That's impure, is yes. It lists it by. <laughs> it lists it by alphabetical. Yeah. Which you know, which is a kind of a stupid way to you know do it because, look, if you are if you're looking in Cleveland, you know that's that unbranded is at the marina and that is boat gas at the 55th Street Marina. The yacht club is unbranded. That is uh, boat gas at the marina. And but you're right. There are listings that I have checked out where you're right. It is it is cam two, it is race gas and five gallon cans only, etc. So yeah, it's a that's a bullshit move, right? Yeah, because I got excited. There was um one five miles from my house, and I got there. Yeah, it was a Sunoco. Yeah, big old Sunoco race gas can. Yeah, the best seventy nine dollars. The best right. closest non boat place is Marathon and Strongsville. Strongsville. They have yeah. a separate pump over here. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. You go over to that pump, and it's non-ethanol, but it, I don't know what the price is today. Right. Yeah. So yeah. there's it was another place when I maybe did a mile from there called mm-hmm. Cuyahoga Landmark. Yeah, yeah. yeah Landmark's got it. They have too, a yeah. separate pump also off on the yeah. side, and it's set up for like um, like the lawn guys to pull in to buy right. gas for all their stuff, so they're not yep. taking up oh, the main yeah, pump. Yeah, yeah. yeah, when you look at, when you click on it, so you're on pure ga- pure-gas.org, you're on there. You're going to click on where it says, you know, that's Strongsville Marathon, Cuyahoga Landmark. It's going to tell you it's 89 octane. 
Because what they're selling you. It was 90 when I was It's going to give you a GPS. The, uh, the, and then you can go like the next one, Strongsville Marathon is 90 octane at Strongsville Marathon. Yeah. And then it'll tell you the dollar amount. So there's a, a listing here of most recent pricing for people who have recently bought the gas. Mm. But the last time anybody updated it was in year of our Lord 2020 when it was three ninety five a gallon. Okay. And it, they call it, and it'll even tell you it's at pump number 14. And that's what I like about this puregas.com is it literally tells you what the pump is. So you you don't go in there thinking, oh, it's going to be at every pump. Well, that's a good thing. If you don't see a pump number, exactly. then you know it's cans. It, this is but exactly I don't it. Know if, I mean, I don't think that, I don't know if, I don't think the app matches the website perfectly because I have no. it on my phone. Right. And it told me that the thing that he just looked up, he just pulled it up and mm -hmm. it said Spencer something, whatever. Right. And I got there, there's no, it, and it says like, you know, 95 octane. I was like, well, whatever, I'll deal with it. Right. But I got there, it was only 107 octane at like $90 a fucking barrel. This is, and that's when you are looking at these things, take, keep a special eye on that middle column where it does give you the octane rating because Painesville has a Chardon oil there, right? And so on uh, Jackson Street, which, you know, is happens to be, you know, pretty easy to get to yep. on Jackson Street. They've got a Chardon oil. It's got a 90 pump and it's got a 110 pump. Uh, OK, so the 110 pump is simply there for a quarter mile, you know, yeehaw. Yeah. And right? that's the other thing. If you yeah. think if you think race gas is going to make your bike go better. It's not. It don't. Just don't. Bear, it probably right. won't even run. After right. 90 is the perfect. It smells I fantastic. Mm -hmm. It does smell good. Mm -hmm. But this is a great example when they were like, OK, the cam two is eleven dollars and ninety nine cents a gallon. Okay. Yeah, that's insane. Right. And, but th this particular place has two pumps. They're not selling to you out of cans. They're selling it out of pumps. Both pumps are purple, et cetera, et cetera. So you got a cam two and you got 90 octane. All right. So th that particular shop does happen to have two pumps working. So that's great. Super cool. Right. Um, but yeah, you're going to pay $12 a gallon. So ouch. Uh, if you want that 110 octane, I do like that. I like that. I'm taking every can that I can on the way up. I'm yes. going to fill them all up, including my car. Yep. Then all the boat cans and bullshit that's at Kanya. Yeah. I'm bringing them bring back, them all back and filling them up. Coming yes, back the other absolutely. Way. We need to find I started looking up. I looked up a, there was like a 35 gallon plastic gas can. Uh -huh. I'm like, that could just sit right in the back. Or I could put it on my trailer yeah. and get oh, 35 yeah. gallons. And, and I'm like, well, 35 gallons. Let's just. Rounded up to ten pounds a gallon, it'd be three hundred and fifty pounds. I could maybe slide that up or something, you know, yeah. like um, fill it, and then I don't know. Six point four if, pounds if per gallon. If you do want to be, that, if you want to be a gasoline. real special citizen, oh. you can buy the flow and go. So the flow and go is going to be expensive, too expensive, not yeah. enough volume. It's got wheels on it. They sell them in various different levels of how much you how know harbor freight not have one of these i have a 125 gallon tank i just need to get it you have i need a to get a guy to come and fill tank. it up is it 250 250 uh, well, i just fill it up i don't give a shit i mean i, I spend the money if it wasn't fill it so up. illegal i would put it on my flatbed trailer and drive it up to fucking <laughs> i do but it's extremely illegal yeah, I, I don't want well, to have to know that you have gas in there i mean you could just you know it could be a big sign water if you got away from the gas station, if you fill it, well, first of all, the gas station, it's going to shut off at 100. 
Yeah, it's not going to let you take two hundred. No, if you take it in, if you go into the station itself and give them your card, it won't shut off. Really? Right. Okay, yeah. go in there. Hey, I got a. I'm filling up my boats and a tanker. Yeah, I bet you you could though. Like all these people that have those boats that are laying in their yard. But yeah. you, you yeah, know, give me that boat. But we could disguise the tank. The boat. We just have the tank and put a tarp over it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you don't really really realize what's underneath. Yeah, gyros. Or you know, put some pallets <laughs> and lean it all up against it and yeah. strap it down. And then just be like, glug, 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 I'm glug. absolutely. An certain. hour later, you're yeah. like, holy <laughs> shit. Okay, well, that'll be $652. I'm absolutely certain that there is a farmer listening to this podcast right now who is just like, you guys are so dumb. (laughs) You call Universal Oil, and they come with their truck, and they fill up your tank. Exactly. Because, yeah. They'll, I found a place. There's a place right by the plant. I called the place. They'll come and do it. Right. But they do charge a delivery fee and right. stuff like that, so I don't know. I mean, uh, diesel's crazy right now, guys. Well, the other thing, though, that was kind of also cool <laughs> right. about that, it, was yeah. they, it actually was like a boutique for fuel. So right. the, the first pump and the last pump mm-hmm. had the red, had diesel and uh, Rec 90. Yeah. Then pumps in the middle, they actually had full-blown flex, flex fuel, which was right. like... 45 to 50 percent ethanol or 45 so diesel they had a flex fuel pump <laughs> and then they had unleaded 88 which was up to 15 so that's yeah, up to 15 up to 15 yeah. so they had yeah. like all the fun fuels <laughs> it's like going to menchie's that was you know like fifteen thousand dollars a gallon oh, oh man <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah i i mean i am a diesel I, I'm a Japanese diesel vehicle enthusiast. In the back of my house right now, I have four, almost five Japanese turbo diesel vehicles. And it's become extremely hard to drive them. I know, that's it's a shame. <laughs> yeah, Rec 90 There's was 269, but it was like... A gallon. <laughs> but 559 a gallon, yeah. yeah. Sorry, 559 a gallon for me to put it in a minivan with a turbo that, granted, it gets 35 plus miles per gallon... Yay! Except for the fuel to feed it costs five fifty a gallon. Boo! Yeah, it's really fucking tough, man. Uh, yeah, but I'm I do know that you know if you've got a five hundred gallon tank behind your house, you could probably get that off road diesel. <laughs> they know? change the the rules. You have to fill out all this paperwork. But I'm I mean, sure you do. But who's gonna dip your tank? Who's gonna dip a domestic vehicle's tank? First, they have to Nobody. find out where it is. No, I mean, di- dipping your tank on the road. They're not going to dip uh, some guy driving a, uh, a Japanese van down the road. They're not. The state patrols are going to pull you over and dip and it. And first, you've got to detect that it's a diesel because right. it looks like every other gasoline-powered Previa that's ever been built. You're not right. rolling coal. Hey, I'm not rolling coal, exactly. <laughs> right, yeah. yeah. Got the whistle set up over there. Right, yeah, He's all that crap. Cool. Dude, that would be funny, though. Like, the, like so right now, like, you know, a big truck goes by a cyclist. Yeah. They're black. They're just yes. rolling coal, right? Yeah. What if, like, you did it in the Previa, but you did it, like, at Harley Guys? No, don't desire to. Zero desire to. In fact, with all the freaking turbos that are in my garage right now, I forget that they're diesel. Like, I get in and I turn the key on without waiting. That's a sin. Because like you turn the key on without waiting for the you know the grid to heat up or the glow plugs to heat they up or whatever. They start right up. What's that? They start right up and they make no noise. 
Well, they, you crank them without giving their obligatory 30 seconds to warm up the heater grid or the, the glow plugs. And they crank and they just, due to the excessive amount of pressure involved, they do start. But they're extremely unhappy about it. So, you know, you can be like, oh, that's what rods sound before they bend, right? That's how they sound because they're just so angry. But in meanwhile, if you turn the key on and you do what you're supposed to do and wait for the buzzer to go off, because all the Toyotas are straight up, turn the key on, you know, you know, plug your phone in. You know, adjust your visor, adjust your mirrors, and then all of a sudden it goes, <laughs> and that is telling you you're supposed to turn the motor you're on. You're melting now. down the intake. You're of melting your down car. the intake of your vehicle, right? Because the grid heater has now gotten cherry red. And then you turn the key on, and it's like, it just starts perfectly, and you're like, huh? Because every other time I've ever had a 7.3 liter Ford Power Stroke turbo diesel, if you get into that thing. And you don't sit there and turn the key on and let everything, you know, let the glow plugs glow plug up and all that other crap. You turn it on. It does not like getting into that half cycle where you're like, oh, yeah. Usually you have to turn it on, yeah. then turn it off again, yep. and then go through the cycle twice yes. to get the yep. pl- glow plugs really to hot. To really get hot enough. And then you start yeah. them up. If you don't so. have a block heater running. Right. Right. Meanwhile, the Toyotas with a little four-cylinder are just like, oh, great. Yeah, right. yeah. Negative five? I guess we're starting. Yeah. Whereas the Power Stroke diesel sitting right next to it going, another heated blanket, please. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's Could what, you-, you ever watch Ice Road Truckers? Unfortunately, yeah, and you see, like, when the guys freeze up and they got fucking like giant heater machines well, yeah. blowing on, yeah, the APUs things. and big yeah. turbines and yeah. stuff blowing on. I used to work at an airport. That was how we operated all winter long. You know, if some guy'd want to fly a Cessna on December twenty fifth because he's flown on Christmas forever, yeah. and you're like, it's nineteen degrees, you dipshit. <laughs> you know, well, yeah, bring out the de-icer. I'm the de-icer. <laughs> I got a pump full of anhydrous ammonia, like alcohol. And I go out and I bring out this 1950s APU heater, preheater thing with a propane in it. And I, you know, crank the valve on, turn it on and it blows heat out two schnozzles. And I blow those into your intakes on your Lycoming six cylinder or whatever. Or whatever yeah. I blow that into your engine to get the heat up, you know, the oil temperature and up to something. Your pulled out to the back seat. All you need is a cigarette lighter under the float bowl. Oh, that's all you need. Yeah, just, just what John says. Right. And I do, I would do that. Fucking works. All winter long for these guys that were like, I always fly on Christmas. Well, your, your freaking Piper champ over here really isn't built for it, you know? You could put your hand through the side of this thing and it's brittle and it's not happy about you always flying on Christmas. And I hated that. But the heater's really good at it too. (laughs) You don't, there is no heater. There's no heater. It's just that one little flap flap that you open. And now the manifold dumps into the cabin, which makes you sleepy and like not sleepy. That's sleepy, but yeah, sleepy. No, keeps oh, no, it keeps you warm until the to hypoxia. <laughs> it is so ridiculous to the yeah, exactly. And but I used to hate that working at the airport. You'd be like, okay, bring out the APU. We're gonna warm up this stupid plane. And then the guy's like, okay, well, you know, I'm 147 years old. So can you help me hand prop it? Oh my God, Jesus Christ! Hey, hand prop an airplane in eighteen you degrees. You guy a favor to hand prop it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna tell you that's when I have two cans of starter fluid in my pocket. Yeah, yeah. That's one for when I when the engine won't start. I can spray it all over the owner of the airplane. Yeah, yeah. Here you go. Light the cigarette. Get out of here. Exactly. <laughs>
Go on. Jay Leno. Jay Bye. Leno. Jay Leno. Get it right. Ah, I'm on fire. <laughs> the, uh, what, the the Dave like he just he feels he's like dude you retire now you're done that's it you're done give up your show the uh, but Throw yeah. a beard. oh my god that's so did he ever there's nothing about hand start propping a plane no I don't want to dude do that. even when I was flying the forty and fifty percent RC airplanes they'd have a hundred and seventy two hundred cc motor in them with a thirty six inch carbon fiber prop no thank you and even then I was like. And it would start sometimes, and you're like, Fuck, this thing's like a three-foot... Yeah. <laughs> like, it was... You, yeah, you'd have to have... We'd always put... We had starting areas where you'd have metal rods that were three, two feet into the ground that you'd put the tail thing so they couldn't kill you. Yeah. But still, man, there's Stick. dudes with chicken sticks. Well, that's the thing is the sticks, because of the angle, mm-hmm. if it hits the stick, it right. actually pulls your hand into the fucking propeller, and it's... I don't know. A nice... The old-school rawhide, like, like cowboy gloves was like pretty much the best thing that you could do. It, there is a technique, and I'm going to assure you, there are cowboys out there that insist, and I mean 100% insist, on the rope, the rope, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. back off of the tail wheel, mm-hmm. right? That whole, I'm going to tie, look at that, I got a stake in the ground, I got a, I got a 50 feet piece of twine. <laughs> this motorcycle has one extra horsepower. It has one horsepower more than it needs to fly, right? That's how much horsepower it has. Plus one. Oh, Super Cub? <laughs> Any of them. All of them. The Aeronica, the all of them. They're just ridiculous. And all these things. And working at that stupid low-budget airport, because it wasn't a good airport. It was the cheapest Lost airport. Nation. Lost Nation. Lost yeah. Nation. It was called Lost Nation. That tells you everything you need to know about that airport. And it was just... The phrase old man without his shit together was like we had a special like a whole special radio just for that. How many how long did you work there? I worked on and off for like three years. And how many pilots did you lose in that time? Three. Three? We had three we had three legit screwed it right into the ground. And then we well for a minute though we did have the ultralight guys oh, playing yeah. around and those ultralight guys were always like good for a broken leg or oh, yeah yeah well we used to go to the one RC field we went to um, on Sundays if we got there too early because we were allowed to start flying at ten they had those the parachuted the powered parachute parachute parapets yeah and parapets. these fuckers the, the guy, they got pretty good so some of these guys would be doing these like corkscrew oh, yeah, sideways yeah. fucking things. But occasionally, when they fucked up, it was glorious. In like, their defense, Detroit. they brought their parachute with them. Yeah. So yay. Yeah. As opposed to this thing that was obsolete in 1951. Right. Right. That can only be started with a helper. Right. Or or. A- no, that's my neighbors. Like I've got an airplane in my basement. I'm like. No, you don't. <laughs> no, you don't. I know what you have. You, I know you have something in your basement. You think it's an airplane? It's not. Yeah. Well, it's the it's the most heavy. It's the heaviest you can go. It's a, you and know still be an ultralight. It's the right. yeah. It's the right. cheater ultra. It's a yeah, solid it's a frame. It's a you know. It's right. like it's an airplane. Yeah, but it's an ultralight. I, look, man, I love it. I love general aviation. It's been a part of my life, my whole goddamn life. A lot of people, you, you need to hang it up. You just need to I hang think, it up. I think an auto gyro would be safer. <laughs> no, seriously. I know. Again, I'm then, not. Then some of those planes right there, like like an old Cessna 150. Right. I would rather be on an auto gyro than a Cessna 150. <laughs> right. And I mean, I have no, I, I'm not going to complain. I, I flew a Grumman Tiger, which is ultimately more trash that, you know, shouldn't be out there in the world. Uh, the front wheel is a caster. <laughs> 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 not kidding. Like, I wish I was making that up, 
But if you ever look at the bottom side of the front of a Grumman Tiger, you will realize that shopping carts have a more technically sophisticated front wheel. There it is under the airplane. See that? See that front wheel? <laughs> see that? It is a caster. It's a caster. Well, I mean, right. you got a rudder, though. I mean, it really... I mean, what's the problem? It's got a rudder. Well, it didn't have a rudder. I, I would like to introduce you to the suspension on the front wheel. Yeah, there isn't. Are you seeing it? Yeah, no. It's a pipe. Yeah. It's a bent piece of <laughs> tubing. <laughs> so the suspension on the front wheel is an pipe. I don't care how many fairings it's you put pneumatic. on it. It's pneumatic. It's a tube. It's pneumatic. It's, a, well, it's, it's only pneumatic if it has air pressure in it. In the it's tire. Got, yeah. It's got <laughs> atmospheric pressure yeah. in it. I... I this was one of the one of the first airplanes I was able to, you know, trick somebody into letting me fly. And I was like, we are just barely flying. Yeah. We are just barely flying. That, that one there is a ran one part. Well, yeah, this is always <laughs> a, well, this is, you know, at the airport where I worked, this is how they would show up. You know, somebody would get a deal. Somebody would get a deal and they'd be like, oh man, I got a deal. And I'm like, what'd you get a deal? I got a deal. I got a Cessna 150 for only five grand. Really? That's, that's incredible because general aviation has kept the price of these things astronomically no, high. No log books. <laughs> no nothing. wings. <laughs> nothing. Nothing. Only and lightly crashed. Right. And it's been, <laughs> it's a French rifle. It's never been fired and only dropped on the, once. On the side, it's stamped uncertifiable. <laughs> but, but this was the stuff at that airport. Guys would come in and, you know, like we always, you know, we're talking about Skidmark Garage and Co-op Garage. Well, that's the way, that's the way Lost Nation Aviation was. It was an episode of Wings, the TV show, but nobody ever flew anywhere. So they would hang around the hangar and drink coffee and eat candy bars and smoke cigarettes to be in the same room with a functioning radio that nobody ever made any traffic on. But then they would go out to the hangar where they were paying a hangar fee and try to bring these project planes back to life and just be like, well, once I do this, 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 and this, then I can have an FAA cert. And I was working as an FAA certified mechanic at the time. And I would just go in there and just be like, no, <laughs> no, 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 no. We saw a guy put a Stearman, a, you know, a Boeing Stearman is yeah. a World War One, you know, a World War Two training. Yellow and blue. Yellow and blue airplane, man. right? We saw a guy work his balls off and he took every turnbuckle, every heim joint on that thing and he sandblasted all of them and took away the structural integrity of every bolt and piece of hardware on the entire airplane. <laughs> but he had a sandblaster and he wasn't afraid to use it. And yeah, these things were hilarious. He brought them all in and he was so proud of his work, you know, and he zinc plated them with a, you know, with a kit in from, his East, toilet from the Eastwood company yeah. and he zinc plated them and none of them worked oh, because yeah. he changed the sizes yeah. of everything. And so none of them worked anymore. And he's like, oh yeah, you know, well, I'm not too far off. I'm like, you are further off now than you were yeah. a week ago. So that idea of like, kind of being around a hangar and being around general aviation, it can be a little creepy. Well, that's what I bought three motorcycles from hangars. <laughs> Usually in Detroit. I, I kept going out to Detroit. And, and Top gun? No, like, no, like, we just finished bikes. And like, that's the thing. These hangars, a lot yeah. of the hangars also contain all the other shit their wives don't allow them. To yeah, you're right. You're you know? absolutely right. Once you're paying for the hangar space, yeah. you're right. You're absolutely right. We had a lot of guys bring all kinds of creepy shit in there. Yep that they didn't want their families to know about. Yep. It's kind of like the, the man cave, but with just bigger, heavier community doors. Yep. 
Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. So don't get into that. If you think you like airplanes, don't do that. Rent them. You can rent airplanes. It's cheap. And you can get a pilot to sit next to you. No, seriously. It's great. I did it It recently. It'll remind you of how you're not really good at flying airplanes anymore and you shouldn't be doing it. Mm -hmm. And then there's that guy there next to you who can lightly or aggressively make fun of you depending on how much he needs to keep you out of the air. Right. Right. Because we don't want people to die. And that's that whole thing. Like the world's full of people that used to have a license. They used to have their VFR, right? Uh, and they just shouldn't anymore. It's just not that thing. So, yeah, airplanes are, airplanes are fucking weird. Doesn't mean I'm not. I mean, I'm going to go out of my way to be, you know, landing in a seaplane here in a couple of weeks and yeah. going to be doing a doors-off helicopter trip and all oh, kinds of dumb shit. Somebody else flying the thing that knows what they're doing. Fuck yeah, idea. man. Yeah. yeah, bring it on. Yeah, cool. Do you want to go there? I do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, I've never been down in there. Do you think we should go? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I totally agree. I sure. You. you can land. We're I have confidence in you, mm-hmm. right? As John says. I believe, I believe in you. In you. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, I, I, I believe that plane can go down there. But I believe, do you believe in, in the person's abilities. <laughs> um, I have I have flown in airplanes that were slower than helicopters, depending oh, yeah. on which way the wind was blowing. Oh, yeah. And I have been in airplanes that I am almost positively certain I was going backwards. I um when I worked for RC Groups, the owner yeah. of the company owned. He bought Eric Beard's Yak Fifty Four, yeah, the real yeah, Yak Fifty yeah, Four, yeah, right? And uh, he had it serviced, and so I got to go fly. I have pictures. I'll show you guys. Everything's crazy. And so we went and did aerobatics. So we went up. We did aerobatics, and he let me fly it for a little bit. I didn't know he was behind me, and he had his hands around the stick, so I couldn't do too much. You can't, right? Yeah. yeah. But but I'll tell you this: yeah. a half inch forward, and that fucking thing dived, and we did a half inch to the left. Yeah. And we did a roll. I mean, yeah. it's fucking crazy. Yes. But I also was the last time that plane ever flew. So we do. We did a loop. We did a roll. We flew upside down. He did a snap roll, and I think one other maneuver. And yeah. I pretty much had it at that point. Like I was, I was holding in the barf. And I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> I, did, I didn't get sick i didn't get sick but i i was green like you know what i mean like i did not feel good and then as we're going back as i'm sitting there sweating like just you know like that like the nausea is coming oh, up on you and you're yeah. sweating and like and i'm in this fucking russian airplane in the front seat and then it just starts to be it just encapsulated the whole cockpit with smoke so yeah. now i'm nauseous and i'm yeah. breathing fucking burnt smoke and right. i'm like fuck and so we're at about 3,000 feet. He's smoking the, is good. Russian yeah, airplane. Yeah. Smoke is evidence well, of combustion. So we're, we're going back. Well, we were on our way back from the box because you have to go do aerobatics yeah. away from the yeah. airport. They designate the box. There's a reason for that. Yeah, of course. So now, now we're flying back. Because bodies airport. attract more bodies. Right. <laughs> so, we put pillows on the ground right there. But So we're at 3,000 feet, and he, and he wanted to be cool and do this thing. Yeah. We're like, because yeah. it has a featherable prop. Yeah, right. So right, he, yeah. he he flattens it, and we, yeah. or not flattens it, he, he pulls it all the way and right. cuts the throttle yeah. so that we can dive and use the airspeed and the prop's yeah. not holding us back. And then he flares the prop at about 200 or 300 feet for yeah. your landing approach, right. right? So when he does that, the motor goes and shakes a whole lot, and then there's a lot more smoke. And the the, the 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 tower calls in, and they're like, his name was Jim. I think they called the end number, like N whatever. Right. Yeah, blah, blah, blah. Right. They were like, uh, please go around. You're a little over the thing. He's like, uh, negative. Uh, we're going to land right now. This is it. Yeah. Yeah, this, this has become my final approach. Yeah. And so we landed, and as we're taxiing, there's just smoke fucking pouring. The engine sounds like a bag of fucking parts. And this, granted, the thing was just rebuilt two weeks before this, and it took them two years because they had to get parts off of shelves in Russia. Yeah. Right? yeah it's... So they land, and what had happened is whoever the mechanic was, 
there's a, um, an air filter box that goes over the supercharger because there's a supercharged, I think, nine-cylinder motor, and mm-hmm. it spins counterclockwise, which is weird, too. But anyways, they put the bolt in the wrong way, so it has a catch. And if you put it in the one way, if the bolt should loosen up, the catch would catch It will catch the bolt. Thing, Absolutely. Right. Well, they fucking put it in backwards. So that bolt, when it fell off, shot all the way through the supercharger and through about three of the pistons before it fucking exited the airplane. Well, there you go. And so that was the last time it flew. And was, but anyways, it was cool. six left. It was expensive. <laughs> yeah. It was super expensive. Well, he, he never flew it again. He bought uh, extra 300L. <laughs> So that was his next purchase. I, uh, I did want, for the sake of motorcycles, well, remember that motorcycle podcast? Uh, we, we used to do those. For the 399, yeah, 399 podcast. Uh, we, I'm going to make a very blanket statement about the KLR650 that I think just needs to happen. Just needs to happen. There are a lot of motor scooters. There seems to be a trend right now of very big, very powerful, feature-rich motor scooters Mm -hmm. that nobody is going to buy. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Because we all have an idea about what a fair price would be for a motor scooter. And $10,000 is about $6,000 too high. Unless it's the AK-550. Still, though, are you going to part with $10,000 simoleons for a 550cc motor scooter? Tough beat, right? Tough, tough beat. What I think is hilarious is they keep dropping the price on this certain motorcycle. And so this is now $1,000 less than a Vespa 300. No way. Yes. (laughs) And what a value. What a value that is. That is. Guys. This is a thousand dollars less money than a Vespa 300 base model. Base model for va- base model, KLR 650 to Vespa GTS 300. It is one thousand dollars lower. Even if you get the ABS, that's crazy. It's crazy. This. That's got to be one of the best values in motorcycles. It's right got to be one of the best values yeah. in motorcycles right now. How it much is, is it? It is sixty-eight ninety-nine, six thousand eight, and it has fuel injection. They fixed. I look. I would be very proud to bring up a picture of the DR six fifty. You know what I was? It had bold new colors this year. You know what I was looking at? I was like, <laughs> it did. I swear to God that that was the. I was kind of into the. You know, I was looking at snowmobile shit and everything, and then right. uh, and then there was a timber sled. Yeah, I'm yeah, like, yeah. Have you ever seen a KLR six fifty timber sled? I mean, like, wouldn't that be a timber bike? You know, where you put the track and the yeah, ski yeah, on. I think like, it needs to hide. I'm like, wouldn't that be the perfect bike for uh, it? Though, I mean, lots of horsepower. I mean, a big motor. I mean, I mean, like, I think it needs uh, more suspension. I think it needs more top end. I, I don't know. Yeah. I don't I, know. I'm like, I'm surprised that you. I did. Yeah, that's a good I point. mean, 6899 oh, KLR650, 6999 yeah. DR650S. It's $100 more and it has Ein Carburetor. And it hasn't changed in 30, what, how many years? Well, and I will have to say, Steve, your bold new graphics, sir. Yeah, yeah. yeah are terrible. Yeah, they're gray and black. They're terrible. This is a this is a terrible 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 color choice for this motorcycle. It's basically saying I would like you to run over me with your car because you can't see me. Well, also, what's like, I mean, obviously it's been like this for 30 years, but 
why does Suzuki say, you know what? The exhaust pipe should be as long as the rear fender. Oh, yeah, yeah. It, there's a rule, right. There's a rule that says the exhaust pipe has to be as long as physically possible. Yeah, right. on this bike. Yeah, because they know you're going to cut it off anyway. But that's, I mean, when you compare, and we always compare the DR650 to the KLR, mm, yeah, there's a reason for that. This DR has not received one molecule of attention from the styling department. Or the engineering department. Or the engineering or the, department. Or any department for that matter. Dude, they're on they're on like the ninth set of dies for that bike. You can buy the, the KLR for a hundred fucking dollars less. It's a seven hundred now. It looks yeah. great. <laughs> it looks fantastic. I really do like it. It's a really, really cool bike. Would you get green or orange? Or black. Uh, I, I would probably get the yellow or orange or whatever. Yeah, whatever, whatever they call that, that right? Yeah, because yeah, it's pretty cool looking. It's it's neat looking. Smith would get that because it's safe safety, right? Yeah, high vis. Yeah, high vis. <laughs> Six hundred and fifty-two cc fuel yeah. injected, right? I mean, come on, and it's all digital get dashboard. You yeah. know, it's it's. Yeah. I was probably faster than our Africa twins. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about that, but what I'm I definitely kidding. do know is for sixty-eight ninety-nine. Oh man, it's really. It's it's still a fucking great deal, man. Yeah. It's still a really really great deal, and it's a great deal that's probably not gonna. It's probably not gonna ask you for fifty cents out of your wallet for the next thirty years. Mm -hmm. I just can't imagine this bike being even moderately hard to own. You know, it's gonna. It's not gonna have its hand in your pocket. And if you want to spend, and if you really really want to spend the extra three hundred bucks, you can get ABS. Wow. You know, for putting the ABS on it. So it is. It is just crazy. And I think my KLR is going to go up to Conneaut and live there. Yeah, it's going to be your Conneaut bike? Yeah, why not? Yep. I mean, there's yeah. lots of you know dirt roads and stuff around that area and stuff. Yeah. And I love that Kawasaki does the complete, let's call it an adventure, and they sell you the adventure bike for $78.99. So for $78.99, which is, you know, uh, you're, you're $78.99, so you're exactly $1,000 over MSRP. And that gives you everything. That gives you the ABS, the side cases, the fog lamps, the frame sliders, all that shit. Crash right? bars. Yeah. It gives you it all for a thousand dollars. Not desert. What is that? Uh, Cypher camo gray. Yeah. <laughs> Cypher mm -hmm. camo gray. Another one. Please hit me with your car. Uh, it's attractive, but not easy to see. And you know what would be awesome, though? Yeah. Cops show up and you're like, look, I couldn't see them. I, I, gone. <laughs> Just gone. Camo. Just gone. Street no, camo. No, no, no. I don't want to push any harder. Urban camo. Uh -oh. So that's I don't push it. Yeah. John. John's pushing the turd, man. I don't uh, think he's got far not great. Anymore. But I did want to. I did want to say that there I are unsuspecting over there. There are very few epic deals in motorcycles right now. Pretty good. And I just said, oh, God, man. I, but but yeah. but uh -huh. yeah yeah. Okay, yeah. So tell me more. Then you could buy Dan's bike for twelve hundred bucks more. Or whatever. Is that what that is? Isn't yours ninety nine hundred or nine thousand? Ninety five. Ninety five. Right. Yeah. So that mean I mean come on, like the Triumph's so much nicer than the KLR. Oh yeah, a ab absolutely. So I mean that might be the Dan's bike may be one of the better deals because you're getting a hell of a lot more bike for a thousand dollars more. Sure. That bike looked like it was going past the old shop. <laughs> might have been. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. We'll see. Yeah, no, maybe it wasn't. Um, but so is that what that is, Dan? What's that? What's the MSRP? Ninety four, ninety five. That's uh, quite a bit more. So you're not, you're going from 
under 7,000 to over 9,500. So that's $2,500 difference. Once again, you're wrong. Right. $2,500 difference. $2,500 is a fairly decent amount of money. Yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong. Ridden Dan's bike. It's fucking epic. It's really great. Yeah, it's really great. They got it under, they got that thing under 10 grand. Giddy up, you know? Yeah, it's going to it's going to give you a hell of a lot of enjoyment for under 10 grand. And it's got all the good numbers guaranteed. Really, really 10, cool. 10,000 mile service. You don't have to change oil for 10,000 miles. Wow. Careful of that or stuff, guys. Careful of that stuff. Yeah, I wouldn't. Do Just that. be careful of that stuff. I'm, I'm as a guy that looks inside these things. Change your oil every 3000 yeah. fucking miles. Oil's cheap. OK, yeah, yeah, yeah. oil's cheap. And I don't care whether you have. A fucking straight stick six in your Jaguar, or you got a Fiat. You know, you know. What I was just thinking, though, if they say ten thousand, you do three. You're probably doing that that motor. Might you know? It might be good for a while. You know what I'm saying? I've opened up some motors that didn't have ten thousand miles on them, and the oil looks real fucking bad. Yeah, you know, real fucking bad, and a lot of shit, a lot of goo, a lot of, a lot of putty in parts of the motorcycle engine that you don't want to have putty in like your oil passageways. Mm -hmm. And I had motorcycles that came in with under 10,000 miles on them. And I know, I mean, I looked at that thing and went, I don't think this oil has been changed after the braking oil. I think this might be oil change number two, right? Or it might be the braking oil. And I couldn't find the oil transfer ports in the motor with a metal probe because they were just waxed over. So I got to say, I don't care if the motor co- the motorcycle company is the hand of God motorcycle company. I'm changing my oil before 10,000 miles. And also in my Toyota, they said I could change my oil every 6,000. No. If you know my Ford, they said I could change my oil every 6,000. No. No. Why? Because the YouTube is full of guys that take motors apart for a living who love taking apart, you know, Here's the 6.2. We're taking it apart. Well, look at what it looks like inside. Well, why does it look like that? Deferred maintenance, right? Because somebody said, yeah, the owner's manual. The owner's manual in our stupid Fiat said we should change the oil every 6,000 miles when the light comes on. Bullshit. The change engine light. The change engine light comes on. Yeah, I got to say, Chris's point of oil's cheap is real fucking accurate. And if you want to be the guy that's holding the keys to that thing when it needs a motor at 100,000 miles. Yeah, you know, you, you spent, you know, 14. Oh, my God. Oil. Yeah, right. I mean, think about it. Even if you're saying I'm paying full market value $39 for a take five oil yeah, change, right. you know, uh, with a super tech filter or something, it's better. It's, it's just fucking worth it. And I see the oil that comes out of these bikes and it's frightening. Most of the time we do it all change here at the shop, we're taking chocolate milk out of these bikes. Chocolate milk. That's a lot of water. So my 2004 Toyota Camry. Yeah. That I religiously change oil every yeah. 3,000 miles. Right. Yeah. At, at the dealer. Yeah. 240,000 miles. Right. And right. Run yeah. like a top. Yep. No, uh, no major issues. You know? Yeah. And, and so you take care of stuff and mm. it'll take care of you. The oil thing is is a big deal. And I know for people that are fetishists and enjoy the, you know, the oil that comes with a purple hat or a red jacket or whatever, um, people that are into that, yeah, it, please get into it. 
Enjoy I it. started actually uh, ordering my branded oil. Mm-hmm. Like I'm going to get Kawasaki oil for my Kawasaki's mm-hmm. because it was like 26 bucks a gallon. Yeah, exactly. And to, get, to get the AutoZone was like 22, 23. Right. And I'm like, yep. might as well get the. Might as well do it. Well, if you go on Amazon, you know. Yeah, right? and Amazon sells the kits where you get the, the filter you get the filters and the and and washer it. and everything. It's oh, like, there's a filter? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, I like people that come in there like. Um, yeah, I, I want to buy, I want to do my oil and oil change. I'm like, okay, great. So, you know, we have, we have books here. We're a shop, right? We have books and uh, we have things that say, okay, you're doing an oil change. You need these three O-rings, these two crush washers, this filter and this oil. It's a kit. Like, you know, we've made it, Renee made it into a kit. So you don't miss. And guys are like, yeah, I just need the filter and uh three quarts of oil. Okay. Um, O-rings. Ah, no, they'll be all right. Um, O-rings. No, no, it's it's okay. Crush washers? Oh, I'm just going to flip them over. (laughs) Now, look, man. Yes, I understand the way crush washers work. If you want to, you can get out your map gas. You can heat up your crush washer until it's shiny. And then dump it in the oil and quench it. And now you can use that crush washer again. And you've saved... <laughs> 18 cents yeah yeah 18 cents i buy them by the big like i buy them by the thousand mm-hmm. right of eight millimeters 12 millimeters 14 millimeters the o-rings yeah okay moto guzzi for that 27 millimeter o-ring moto guzzi charges eight dollars for that i charge a dollar for that okay we have them here the crush washers yes i know aprilia charges three bucks for that crush washer we sell them for a buck. Well, you don't need a new crush washer if you want to torque it down to like 95,000 foot pounds well, and just strip out the threads. Before the threads come out. Yeah. <laughs> because, I, because I think, and you're like, uh, snap. Oh, it's getting looser. It's getting looser all of a sudden. I think I'll put more torque on it. Let me, let me wrap some string around as that. As tight as you can in a quarter of a turn. Right, right. And this is that, and believe me, guys, spend a buck, put an O-ring in there. Spend a buck. Put another crush washer in there. Because it's not just the not leaking oil on your floor. It's the taking the motherfucker out 3,000 miles from now. It's the getting it back apart again later. That's what you're paying for. You're paying for the ability to have the thing come apart later and not lose your drain plug. I'm a fan of the valves, like for cars. Like yeah. you screw the valve yeah. in and then you can just yeah. if you flip it up. But it's happening. It. Yeah, literally a tap. Yeah. You're, you're putting a beer drain tap, your, a drain or, on yeah. the bottom of your vehicle to drain the oil out. That's fine. There's nothing awesome. wrong with that. <laughs> Big handle on it. like. <laughs> well, they do. They make them. Yeah. I mean, that's what I put on my cars. I mean, seriously, you put them on. Yeah. They have a, there's yeah. like a little lever. You lift it up and then you turn it. It's a quarter turn yeah. valve. Yep. You lift up the lever. You turn it. You drain it. But I always put a, I always screw a, um, a plug in it. Right. Just because I'm paranoid. Yeah. They, these things are... Plentiful from multiple companies. Shit. Yeah, the easy. They're they're actually called easy um, easy valves. And no, we don't have to worry about stripping out your yeah. your drain, drain plug. plug. Yeah, you put it in once. You yep. put it into the proper torque. Yep, and you never have to worry about That's it, it again. That's how it works. Just like oh. that. Easy oil drain valve. See how the lever is. You have to lift that lever up yep. to make it turn. So oh, you, you can't, can't just turn. Yeah. It. You can't accidentally let the oil out of your car with one of these things on it. And they do make them for a whole bunch of different vehicles. It's not so much a motorcycle thing, but it is um, yeah more for cars and yeah. motorcycles. But I yeah. mean, if you ever had an issue and you wanted to, and you you knew you're like if you have a th- like 
if that particular car has a thin oil pan, right? You put That's one exactly of those on, it. then you yeah. never have to worry You'll about never have to worry it. about yeah, it. Man, I didn't know that ever again. Or if you done fucked up already, and you're going to put your time cert in or your your helicoil or whatever you're going to use to you know to to learn your lesson, you put one in now because then you're good, you know. But those uh, the easy drain, the easy oil drain valves. Yeah, that's that's a very very good tip. Did you see there was a an, it's been a bunch of memes going around. Mm-hmm. People that have tried to take their their oil drain plugs out with a torque uh, uh, powered torque wrench, and if it was stuck, they just have the the you see the the bolt, <sighs> yeah, the piece of the oil pan, yeah, it's been like just twisted yeah. out the bottom of yeah. it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> well, if it'll do that, you were fuckered to begin. You with. were fuckered to begin with. That's exactly right. Well, no, I think yeah. it's if you work it slow, but that's just an instant like two hundred and fifty foot pounds mm, of torque. Yeah, you use a dugga dugga to take the yeah, the yeah. seventeen mil or fourteen mil. Dugga duggas right. aren't for that. No, no, no of course right. not. That's the yeah. whole point. Yeah. That's then you the need a gallon of uh, of epoxy. <laughs> <laughs> JB Black. We're not going to buy Blatt. a new oil pan. That might be as much as forty five dollars right. for this motorcycle. <laughs> oil pans for motorcycles are crazy cheap. I don't know if people are aware of that or not aware of that. It's one of the cheapest parts of a motorcycle. So if your motorcycle happens to have an oil pan, you got a Gootsie or something like that, it's crazy how cheap they are. When people are, I've seen heroic methods people have gone to to be like, ah, I fucked up. And you're like, yeah, you did. You over-torqued it. And so now they've drilled it out 17 sizes big. And you look underneath and there's like a, a household doorknob where the oil plug used to be. <laughs> and you're like, yeah, you fucked that up. And then I tell them, I'm like, you know, the replacement oil pan for that vehicle is like $38. <laughs> the gasket might be more expensive than the oil pan. Right. And they're always like, no. I'm like, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So oh, you're, you're, but I spent like 16 hours with a <laughs> two-part, yeah. $47 with a JB weld. And I'm like, no, man. That's, they welded a bung on mine. I think it was that place over in by in Rocky River. Uh-huh. And the BMWs. or something. And they had stripped it out. I, I got an oil change there. Right. And they had stripped it out. And they're like, uh, we, we got it in, but we're going to have to put a... We're going to have to bring it back. And then they brought it back and they put a thing in it, but they welded the shit. Oh, they did? I'm like, how the fuck? What the? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I think it was Drellishanks. Or no, they sent me to Drellishanks. They sent you to Drellishanks, And Drellishanks welded in a bung. They were like, we have this stuff. It's called electric glue. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) This is electric epoxy, what we're doing. Yeah. Well, if I was going to put another pan on, though, you might as well add a, co- a quart, an extra quart of oil, too. I mean, add a deeper pan. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I, I, yes, totally. With a baffle so yeah. it doesn't More slosh around. Right. Yes. And, and a funnel all to of, the pickup. Make it all good. You know, like a racing fucking pan or something. A KZ-1000 oil pan. A KZ-1000 oil pan is going to set you back $58. <laughs> Come on, man. How much welding are you going to do to, you know, to is make that, that is thing fine? Is that original? I ain't putting anything but original shit on my KZ, man. Oil pan for a ZX-10R Ninja, 150 bucks. I mean, these things are not stupid expensive. When you think about the welding crap that I've seen people do, it's terrible. Always research and find out what a replacement part you can get factory replacement parts so cheap uh, as opposed to fabricating your own. It's nuts. It is absolutely crazy. The uh, it, it, it really changes the entire operation. I think this was the one that I did recently was for a parallel twins uh, Ninja 650 motor that the guy had glued the thing together. 
And if I'm not mistaken, I think the oil pan on it. Yeah. My cost. So getting the oil pan kit, which has got all the gaskets and everything, including the drain plug, the crush washer and everything. Yeah. It comes with the strainer. It comes with everything. It was 136 retail for 136 bucks. The entire fucking assembly. Does that include a new drain plug too? It does. (laughs) It does. It includes everything. It's every part number in the entire thing. And when I got that motorcycle, the guy was like, yeah, I can't get the oil to stay in it. It'll, it'll hold oil. It'll stay stay in it. That's what he said. He goes, it'll hold oil for like, I can go about a thousand miles on a two quarts. And I was like, that's a two stroke. You've got a two stroke. You're running it like 25 to one right now. If you're doing a two quarts of oil, every thousand miles, Jesus Christ, man, you are running the world's worst two stroke. He's like, yeah, I tried everything. I was like, tried everything. And I looked underneath and I was like, you did. You tried Permatex copper. You tried Permatex red. You tried Permatex blue. You went through the, it looks like rainbow. It does. It looks like a baboon's ass under here. It looks so bad. It was such a mess. And I couldn't believe it. I was like, okay, let me see how much it's going to cost me to put a new oil pan under this thing. I had the part in three days. Yeah, I had the whole thing. Kawasaki branded, packaged, marketed, the whole deal. And I'm like, so how many hours have you spent gluing this thing together? (laughs) And he's like, you don't even want to know. 40 bucks at least in... In just Permatex. RTV. In RTV products. He at least invested 40 to $60 in various different colors of RTV. And you know what? You don't fix something by adding RTV to it. You don't fix head gaskets from the outside. You know, that's not how they work. You got to loosen but, up the head a little bit. Crack. That's crack. the trick. You got to crack it a little bit. You crack it a little bit first, then squeeze it around, you know, with your thumb, give a good bead and then leave it for 24 hours yeah. at least. And then torque it down again. Look, if you're going to be a hillbilly, do it right. <laughs> yeah. Give yourself yeah. a fighting chance. None of this, like treat it like a, you know, treat it like caulking and just kind of yeah. squirt it around the outside with your thumb, make a bead out of it. No, no. Exactly yeah. right. If you're gonna hillbilly it, hillbilly it right. Crack that son bitch. Yeah. Spray the shit out of it with starting fluid. Get all the oil out. Of it. <sighs> oh yeah. Like ten coats of. Yeah. And then invest enamel. heavily in engine chlorinated enamel. brake parts cleaner. Yeah. Yeah. Just don't breathe it. Just spray don't, it with engine yeah. enamel until it sucks it to the head gasket. Man, we might have to make this into two episodes. That's fine. No, we're right. cool, man. Two we're hours done. And Forty-one minutes. That's fine. It's our four hundred for fuck's sake. Okay. Yeah, they can take it. And all we right. talked about motorcycles. Anybody got anything else? <laughs> I know, right? We're all over the place. It's fun. You're just hanging out. Just yeah. hanging out on a just hanging out on a cold night. And we got nothing else? Time for That's Johnny. It. You guys so I'm gonna be out of town for quite a while. You guys can record if you want to or not. I don't give a fuck. It's up to these um, dudes. Right. That's it. I just dropped one from the vaults. Mm-hmm. So we just dropped one from the vaults. So and people then, have something to listen to. And then we're going to drop I'll because, you know, we did this a day early. Yeah. yeah. So I usually I'd edit today. Right. Right. So I'm going to do it tomorrow morning. Yeah. When I'm supposed to be working. Yeah. We'll All get right. we'll get another one out. Yeah. God, you guys are you listeners are just going to be so fat with extra podcast oh, material. Well, you need to get away from your family on Christmas. You and you do have to hours. lay on and you do got to lay on a layer of blubber for the winter time. Yeah. Right. So that's a good thing around right. here. We'll All give, right. We'll give you some content. Mission already accomplished. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So ride fast and take chances, John. Bump, <laughs> 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 <laughs>